Hello and welcome to the next episode of Eddie and Mal Kick Their Coverage. A bit of the bit of the usual this week and a bit of the unusual. Uh, we've got the week twelve review, a quite vintage player of the week, week thirteen picks, and then we're going to have our second third of the season review. Uh, Eddie, had a good week. You know, I've had a very good week, Matthew. <laughs> Are you good to go then? Yeah. Sound. <clears throat> we shall start with our review of week twelve. Starting with Thursday night football, which was the Colts seventeen and the Texans twenty. Uh, leaving the Colts now six and five, Texans leading the AFC South on seven and four. Um, do you want to leave, take leave on? Yeah, I think what what stood out for me were basically I don't think Brissett's fully fit again. Obviously, I know he's not Andrew Luck, but he's been played pretty well. He's kept him in games. He's helped him win games this year. He's not exactly been a hindrance, and he wasn't a hindrance in this game. But he wasn't able to provide what he has been providing in other games due to his fitness. And on the other side of the ball, the the Texans really benefited from having Will Fuller back. So basically that opened up DeAndre Hopkins a couple of times. They, they managed to get free and get some deep balls for Will Fuller. And there were two touchdowns for Hopkins, who's not really had anything like that all season. Um, but, I mean, the keys for the, the Colts in the game were to make their O-line impose the will, which they kept doing. But it just wasn't enough. Obviously they've lost Marlon Mack. They had to play Williams at running back. He had a decent game. But I just think they want that killer instinct there. And Colts are going to struggle if Brissett don't get fit and... Obviously, if the defence is up against superstars like the Andrew Hopkins on a weekly basis, it's going to be a long season for him. Well, not much left. Not, not much to be left, but yeah. I don't feel like two weeks <coughs> per game, won't it? Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Um, Brissett didn't look, look, look like half the player he did at sort of beginning of the season. And he's probably still not fully fit, but they had to roll him out there in a, against a t- you know, in a divisional game against teams leading the division. You've got to try and get your best players in the, to play, or you know, get in the position to play. I think they're probably going back a week too early. Um. Yeah, Texans did what they needed to do to beat the Colts at home. I think it was a bit of a, a bit of a poor showing at home for him. But but then saying that they they played well enough to win, so yeah, we'll take that. You got to take what you can get. I mean, Colts yeah. keep keep every game close. They don't really get blown out by anybody. It's been there, especially um, it's divisional as well. It's been their DNA this, this season, hasn't it? Yeah, keep every game close, and there's a chance you can win. But obviously, there's also a chance that you'll lose. At least it won't kick a losing it for him this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, been a scary. Right then, we'll move on to the uh, the Sunday Sunday afternoon games. We've got um, starting start with the Seahawks seventeen, the Eagles nine. That was a tough one to watch. Uh, yeah. Eagles for me just could not get anything. The receiving core is just awful. When's just some of them passes your friend with with, with dog mess. Yeah. And when when took a few of them, it's like you got you know that level of of professionalism. You got to be able to adjust for the weather conditions and he just didn't seem to do that but in saying that on the same sort of the same end of the pitch Wilson had the same issues but managed to adjust and play with the wind rather than play against it even though it was coming you know, even though it was a, get to his disadvantage um, Seahawks ran the ball well Eagles ran the ball with about 18 different players and not as well um, Seahawks definitely deserved the win yeah they were a better team what yeah. I picked up from it basically though was that the Eagles defence is Still lights out. It's been playing really, really well the last couple of weeks, and the fact that the game was so close is basically down to how good the defense were playing. It's like you said, receiving call and Carson Wentz aren't clicking at all. No, and they're making some silly decisions at times, and it's it's depressing to see because Eagles are a team you would expect to be in playoff contention, which they are still. Still higher. But if that offense doesn't start like clicking and they don't start moving ball up and downfield, they're just going to be wasting a, a defense that can stop anybody. I mean, you've got to think. Playing against Russell Wilson, who's been touted as a MVP candidate until this game. And he didn't play badly, <clears> but it took a trick play for him to get a touchdown, and that's how good defence has been playing. And I think that's what you have to take away. If you're an Eagles fan, you've got to think, 
our defence can go into play some of these next few games because they're not playing the hardest schedule and can keep us in them. Whereas the Cowboys, um, with obviously the rivals in the division, they've got a little bit of an harder schedule and so have the rest of the teams that are in playoff contention. So that's the only saving grace really for Eagles. They could probably win out now for the rest of the season just through the defence. But if that offence ain't clicking at playoffs, then they're, they're not No chance, yeah. But they're one and done, aren't they? Um, yeah. Right, uh, okay, next we'll move on to the Halloween game of the week. Uh, Lions 16, Redskins 19. Lions now... Um, oh, sorry, I can give you the records for the Seahawks and the Eagles. Seahawks are 9-2 and two behind the uh, 49ers in the, in the West. And the Eagles are 5-6, and six, second somehow in the NFC. It's an awful well, division. Well, they're the Giants and the Redskins. Yeah, That'll just, be like just an combined for four wins. Yeah. Um, we'll go... Sorry, we'll move on then to the uh, next... Which is the Lions losing 16-19 in the Redskins. Uh, Lions now 3-7-1. Uh, Redskins 2-9. and nine, Still in the shower of winning the, the, the East. It was two wins. That's ridiculous. It really is. Um... Yeah, the Lions just got in their own way a little bit. They're just like, and they're not adding running game. Driscoll seems like a, a serviceable backup, but he's no Matt Stafford. Uh, I think it's the um, Lions passing game struggle is struggling so much with them. It's which you know it's probably not obvious, but it's such a step down from from Stafford to to his backup. If they're gonna, I don't get why you're saying that he's a serviceable backup from his shit. And I know it sounds really harsh, but he is. One of the things that he's done well is be able to run a little bit, but that's just that's not what you need to be doing as a running back unless you're Lamar Jackson. It's designed for you to run. I think everybody forgets that Redskins might be like probably second, third worst team in football, but that defence isn't. No, it's their offence that's dog crap. It's the defence is actually pretty good. It's done well against a lot of teams, and I think the fact that their offence got stopped constantly. I think it seemed like they went three and out like almost every drive for most of the game. And like the only touchdown that the Redskins scores were a kickoff return or a punt return. I can't remember which. And it were basically would it were dropped. He picked the ball up and then made the big run, yeah. and that's what gave him a ten nil ten nil lead, I think, or a ten three lead. <coughs> Pardon me. And then the Lions moved the ball up and down, but they weren't really putting points on board when they did, and that's why they only had thirteen points in the end. And probably thought to themselves, "Oh, we'll be able to stop them." Dwayne Askins hadn't really done it all game, and then he just makes one or two good passes. On the back of Jeff Driscoll throwing ridiculous interceptions, and that led to field goals and fair play to Dwayne Askins for getting what he, what he could out of the game. And all these people are like, "Oh, we shouldn't be going taking pictures with fans." Who gives a shit? Not, right, the thing is that those fans have, have uh, suffered through a shite talk season. Yeah. And any sort of crumb of comfort they can get, and any sort of like anything they can get back off the players that they've been supporting for, for the last. I mean, there's only like 400 people in bloody stadium. Exactly. <laughs> and the fact that he went over to him to, you know, to thank him and have pictures with him. Maybe he's, he didn't know what to do and maybe it's a situation he's not used to, so he went over and he did it. And yeah, it's not the best thing to be doing. But at the end of the day, he did it. Why is every footballer so annoyed about it? Yeah. Oh, Case Keenum has to come in and take a knee. That's most he's done all season. How many games has Case Keenum won this year? <coughs> is it, did he beat Dolphins when Dolphins were dog shit? Yeah. And that's it. The thing is... Also on top of that, like the Redskins need to try and become relevant to the fan base again, and um, by having some positivity. Yeah, and by by doing that, Askins has, has shown that he's not some sort of like you know he's just he wants to be just here. Yeah, he wants he, to be a good quarterback for he, that team and make he wants fan to be happy. that that team's franchise quarterback moving forward. And he wants to make the fans happy. And he wants to just make the fans feel like the the um appreciated. And if I, if he could, if he does not by by taking a few photos on the sidelines, then I ain't got a problem with that. No, at all. Um, I think it's just old school football. It's having a win, you know. Yeah. At the end of the day, 
anyone's got a problem that needs to have a, have a life readjustment really do um, but yeah I think the, the result was the right one the only thing that kept the lines in that game like as you alluded to earlier on when we were chatting before they've got a really good off- offensive line that mm-hmm. can help them do bits and pieces Bo Scarborough had a decent game 95 rushing yards dropped a, dropped a, a fumble for, for a 4th, 5th choice running back that they're on to now yeah. Lions fans can't complain that they've got a guy that's doing that no I mean at the end of the day you had a chance you had CJ Anderson yeah. you had a chance to pick up Kenyon Drake through trade if you just you know traded a few assets or something there are opportunities to keep relevant and you chose not to and the fact that you got Jeff Driscoll as your backup quarterback just says it all he's, yeah. he's dog shit <clears throat> if, I think if Stafford had played they'd have won 3 out of the last hour of many games but they had played it, it's good enough to change games passing games were fantastic when they were playing <laughs> <coughs> but now it's um, just awful because they ain't got anybody uh, passing ball that can be caught do you know what I mean Driscoll's passes are awful it's like it's like I've said before it's like someone throwing an axe at you ball's flipping about everywhere but usually he's throwing axes to opposition as well so it's even worse so axes tend to stick when they hit you unless you're one of the receivers let's move on anyway from that shower of mess but to yeah, be well, fair I spent way too I much picked... time on that game haven't we? I picked the winner in that game. All right, you picked the winner in a lot of games this week, mate. Well done. 13. All right. Uh, okay, uh, we'll move on to the next game. Oh, another game you picked correctly. Um, the Raiders getting... See, I know it wasn't Giants when you said that. <laughs> Raiders getting leathered. 34, yeah. 34-3 by the Jets. Who would have thought that, though? Uh, Raiders still on 6-5. and five, Still in with a shout, maybe. Everyone's still mathematically got the, got the possibility of getting into the playoffs apart from the Bengals at the moment. And staying that in week, uh, week 12... That's pretty good, that. Because normally by now you've got a handful of teams that are already uh, already uh, eliminated from the playoff play, uh, playoff uh, run. Um, Jets moved to four and seven. Again, I can see them sort of sneaking up and finishing with at least uh, maybe going eight, eight and eight, nine and six, uh, nine, uh, nine and seven maybe. Yeah, it's because they had an hard run, didn't they? At the beginning of the season, obviously now it's got a little bit easier. And Raiders had the hardest run, and when they have lost, it's when they've gone up against similar or better teams. But I, my, pardon me, my thought on it was that the Raiders do everything predicated on the run and the run defence of the Jets is real. I'm sure it's top 10 and it really slowed down their offence. Yep. They were able to cover the receivers pretty well because the receivers aren't exactly knocking doors off. No. And obviously they they themselves aren't the best running team, the Jets, but that pass game seems to be picking up a little bit. Darnold seems to be able to make time and space for himself to get ball out. Crowder and you know, um, Anderson, <coughs> Anderson uh, keep... You know, keep popping up, having good plays and stuff. Chris Earned the back of Titan now, isn't he? I think he is, yeah. But it's he just the fact that they're running, running ball, passing ball pretty well, moving up and down. A couple of defensive plays, and at the end of it, the Raiders took Derek Carr out of the game because they knew they weren't coming back and they just couldn't get anything going. Yeah. Weather were awful, obviously, different time zones from east to west, from west to east. It was just everything all over that game said Jets to win to me. Well, didn't to me, then that's why. We had the result we had. Okay, uh, moving on then. We've got a, a, a barnstormer from the NFC South. Panthers 31, Saints 34. Uh, Saints moved to 9-2. Panthers dropped to 5-6. and six. Um, Wow, what a game. I, mean, I think we were watching Red Zone and the, the Saints went out to a 14-0 lead in the first 89 minutes and we were like... It's a game over, isn't This it? is going to be an absolute tanning for Panthers. They're going to get lit up. And fair play to them. Back, Absolutely fought back and, and made a real game of it. Um, Callum played really well. Mm. Um, they have been bad all season. There's been a couple of games where he's not played well. It's like you say, he wasn't very good against the 49ers, but that's a ridiculous defence. Yeah. And he had a, a bad game against Falcons. But every other time, he hadn't played awful. Um, mm. I think 
obviously he played against a team like Saints got a good defensive line secondaries a little bit iffy without Marshall Latterbaugh because obviously he's top five cornerback in the league he's a really good player um, there were a couple of missed kicks by Panthers that have cost them this game I think they went for a two which they shouldn't have done and I think they missed an extra point and a field goal do you know what I mean Like yeah, that's a lot of points you're, you're leaving there he missed two extra points and one field goal did, did, did slide that's five points there and obviously they went for two instead of kicking a field goal and the only reason went for two because he missed the first extra point so mm. if they got that first extra point maybe that's another what six seven points they could have had for me you might as well have just gone in with one point behind yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean one's yeah. gone and you take lead there's no score that's worth one point no but um, Saints go marching on yeah I think um, the thing that's going to they're going to struggle with, I think moving forward is that Drew Brees seems to be I know we we said like before that quarterbacks just going to drop off and there's no no start steady steady decline. Yeah. But Brees seems to be the the uh, exception rather than the rule. He seems to have a steady decline rather than just dropping straight off the edge of a cliff. Well, I think if you look at him end of last season and then obviously beginning of this season before he got hurt, he's played exactly the same. He hadn't lost too much because at the end of the day, Drew Brees isn't throwing deep balls that much. No. He's not pegging defense back with his big bomb arms. I think they know. They're going to be playing short intermediate pass game. They're going to be using trick plays, and they're going to be using Michael Thomas, and that's exactly what they do do, and it works to an extent. But when they come against a, a really good defense and a good offense, that's when they'll struggle. It's like they, they should really have lost this game, like I said, without points that Panthers lost. Yeah, but if some books. good coaching, yeah. and obviously Drew Brees is enough. No, I think the Panthers fans going to be. Uh... Upset them obviously upset the lost one in the in the, in the fashion that they did rather than actually yeah. the actual just the loss, and Saints think I think the Saints fans should, should be happy that they've squeaked one. Uh, that's probably one they should have lost. Yeah, I think they they, they should be they should be eight and three not nine and two. But here we are. Um, I think Bucks game are closer as well. It Saints. I think Saints have looked a little bit iffy last few games, and they might come back to bite them. They might just be they might just sort it out with coaching because Sean Payton's that type of guy. He'll pick up on what they're doing wrong. And yeah, he's not a sort of guy. The best on his levels is not a sort of guy like. Not to pick on him, Sean McVeigh thinks he's you know that the, offense is the most important thing. Yes, what, what he thinks, thinks is the best. Not. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, we'll move on to them later on. Uh, we'll go to the next game though, which was the the Dolphins twenty four, the Browns four and one, leaving the Dolphins at two and nine. Them two wins that no one thought they'd get, and the the Browns went up to five and six. Um, Browns were pretty good offensively, but against a a, a bang average. Well, yeah, an average Dolphins defense. I'll say they're well coached. Yeah, they've not been a lot of injuries on it as well, and a lot of they've lost a lot of pieces. Uh, especially you know, Minka Fitzpatrick is with the key that they got taken out of that. Like well, Xavier Xavier Howard is the best player. Yeah, and him going out. So obviously, I honestly think they just said, look, just take season out and obviously rest up, come back next year, be fit, be healthy. We're going to be better next season. They've got a lot of cap space. Um, obviously, we're going to be doing our. Our um, f- a little segment we're going to be doing. We're going to be looking at off seasons for teams, and obviously, Dolphins will be a team we look at. But <clears throat> they're a team that are basically now just playing under Flores to see who can do what and who's worth keeping. And I think they're all playing for the jobs basically. Uh, Browns, I th- I did I think I have mentioned this on pod before. Show me your listeners will let me know if I haven't. But I I've actually said that Baker I thought would bounce back, and I think over the last three or four games he's been playing a lot more smart football. He's not trying to make all these big plays and mess stuff up. I think, obviously, Chubb's been consistent throughout the season. He's been pounding the rock. Landry seems to be popping up now. And I honestly think he's got a better rapport with Landry than he has with OBJ. Uh, OBJ. Yeah. And just a side note, I put Landry into one of my uh, fantasy teams last week and he won with the game. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think the difference is still... Obviously, there's skill players like Browns, like OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt and Baker Mayfield are better than the likes of, you know... 
I don't even know the running back is for the Dolphins. The receivers are Devante Parker, uh, the quarterbacks, you know, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's not really on Ballage, the same level, it? is it? Kalen Balage. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the running backs. I'm not sure who the other one is. But I'm not knocking him. No. Travion I mean, Williams, I think, maybe the other the one. Thing, the thing for, for, for Dolphins fans look, for looking forward <clears> is that they aren't getting, I mean, despite the fact they lost by a couple of scores, they're not getting. Like they did at the beginning. Yeah, they, they, they're not getting look like they're going to just get absolutely swallowed up by teams. I think Flores' scheme's going to do really well for him. I think he's a fantastic defensive coach, and I think he's going to be able to turn it around if he can get some offense going. But we'll have to see. Christian Wilkins still looks like a good player. He was a good pickup. Mike Gusecki scored a touchdown, and he's playing pretty well. He's a good tight end. They do have some decent young pieces. I would keep some of the players around. Obviously making the players a fight of it playing. is the way I would describe it. Rather than laying down and attacking it, they're making a fight of each game. Which, which is, is what the Bengals look like they're doing at the beginning of the season. And, they've gone and opposite. now they've, yeah, they've gone opposite <laughs> way. I think uh, just what you said about the um, the Browns um, skills players, Kareem Hunt's coming in like he's missed a step from the end of last season, does he? He's not got as, I mean, they don't have to do as much because obviously that Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. But he looks... Just as yeah, a, it, looks, a, it looks ready to go. I don't want like a Zeke Elliott at the beginning of the season. You know, yeah. like those type of players were well out. Melvin Gordon took a couple of games to get into it. He's coming and he's, when he's getting his chances, he's taking them. But I do think that's because he's not been the workload back. Yeah. He's been the complimentary back. So obviously, he only has to have that little bit of burst at these times. So he's looking good. Slowly but surely, the season will go on. And I just think it'll be more of a 50 50, maybe even 45 55 split it's between himself and Kareem Hunt. And they could be dangerous, but like you said, the only issue they've got is they've played the teams that they've beat and not got the best pass rushes, other than the Steelers. But the Steelers beat themselves, let's be fair. So obviously, we'll see how it gets on. But the Browns can be a, a, a flying ointment for someone, but we'll have to see. OBJ obviously got his touchdowns, Landry got his touchdowns, and Joku's coming back. They've got these running backs. So that offense is clicking. Miles Garrett not being here is going to make it very difficult for defense. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think the. If they can, they've got four. We've got four games left this season now. And they can if, win out or win three. If they win out or win three of them, so. yeah, they're going to be. Because if they beat Steelers, that's obviously put them on level, and they've got two wins over them. Yep. Uh, and moving seamlessly on to the Steelers against the Bengals. Steelers winning that sixteen ten. Uh, Steelers are six, shit that game. Six and five Bengals are on one. I think the best thing for that game for the Steelers was when they brought Delvin Hodges back in and Ben. Duck Hodges. Yeah, absolutely love Duck Hodges. I think they 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 look they 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 look more likely to win with the coaches behind centre than they do with it with. Uh, threw a seventy yard touchdown pass at one point to yeah. Washington, didn't they? Wanghead, really well, start calling him Mason Rudolph, Captain right. Wanghead. He just he looked he looked like Miles Garrett had damaged him. Yeah, I mean he's been crap for weeks. Yeah, let's be perfectly honest. It was like it was, it was the push over the edge. Exactly, I think they've just thought you know what he's costing us games. That Browns game were awful. We'll give him a chance against Bengals because Bengals are shit. He's not done anything. And obviously, it's not got Juju Smith-Schuster because he got him injured by throwing him into double coverage and got him hit. Indeed, he threw him his traffic. Yeah. Mason Rudolph threw him his traffic and got him hurt. And then, obviously, you've not got James Conner because he's made a glass. Yeah. And then, obviously, you've got no Big Ben because he's been out all season. So, your main offensive weapons that you've got, which are a bit under par compared to what they've had before. Yeah. So, you're bringing Duck Hodges, who adds a little bit of something. I think he's got better feet. He can run a bit better. His passes look good. He's got a better deep ball. It's okay. He's not going to win your Super Bowl, I don't think. You never know. But I don't think so. Benny Snell looks all right. <clears throat> Benny Snell's someone who, who I think can start building it up and getting a bit better. But it's like I say, they've got Jalen Samuels as well. He's not a bad running back. But they're all... None of these players are Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlisberger. No. But that defence is playing like... If that defence were there when they had all three of them, there's no chance that anyone will be in Steelers to a Super Bowl. No. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. defence is elite. It's a top three defence at the minute. And bearing in mind... You've got the Ravens knocking on door for being a top defence, the Patriots a top defence, and then the 49ers a top defence. I think those four this season 
are absolutely terrifying for teams to play against. But only one of them teams has got no real offensive weapons, mm-hmm. and that's Steelers. That's and like sixteen ten against Bengals, and it took Buck Hodges to do what he did. I think. If he's not going to start going forward for the rest of the season, I think then he is. I think they've already said he is. He needs to be. I think if I mean, if if if, if, uh, if Mason Rudolph's not injured, I think it'd be sensible for someone to injure him. Yeah. <laughs> well, Miles got it tried. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you put your hat back on. Right. Um. He needs help doing that. Next game, then. The guys have have one <coughs> special made in Japan. Uh, okay, moving on to the next game we've got here is the um, Giants and the Bears. <coughs> yeah. Bears winning that 19-14 after the Giants lost that rather than the Bears winning yeah, it. Yeah, I thought Giants looked pretty decent coming forward. You've got to think to yourself, Bears' defence is still one of the best in the league. It's not a top four anymore because obviously over the teams took over because it's all knackered as well. Yeah. And obviously, you've got the, the Giants coming in. People don't respect the Giants' offence as much as they should. No. They've got a lot of weapons there. The O-line is wank. Yeah. It is wank. Got- Daniel Jones looks good. Saquon Barker's not fit, but he's decent. Yeah. I mean, even now, he's just even decent. 78% is still yeah. killing top it. Back, yeah. Yeah. Evan Ingram, quality tight end. And then you've got Sterling, Slayton. Tate, and Slayton, a yeah. wide receiver. Yeah. They're all really good weapons. And if Aldrich Rosas could have made two kicks, and they were shit as well that they missed, if he could have made both of them, Giants take a massive win back. I know it doesn't seem like much, but an away win against better defence like Bears, that gives them a boost. That gives Pat Shermer an extra couple of weeks. Yeah. But his job's in jeopardy, and I don't honestly don't think he, it's his fault, any of those things. No, he's, he's not He's not drafting the players. No. It's not his... But the thing is, even with regards to that draft, you can't knock Daniel Jones. He would have been no, pick up. Dexter Lawrence, you can't knock Dexter yeah. Lawrence. He's played well. Uh, DeAndre Baker, the corner they've got, yeah, he's not a shut-down corner playing mid, but he needs to build in league, and I don't think he's been awful. Yeah. And um, So that's your three first-round picks that you've made. Oh, Shane Jimenez, I think he were a third-round pick. He's, he's playing good, good off edge. Yeah. So his draft wasn't that bad. It's just it's the not, rest of the team's just that whole line's wank. And yeah, if they'd have picked some talent he's up. He's not in charge of Ross then, so I'll say rather no. than the draft. He's not in charge of Ross. Zeitler, the guard for the Giants, who they got him from Browns, I can't comprehend why he's not doing more. I'm not sure if he's fit or not. But you've got two guards like Will and Anders and him. It just goes to show how bad tackles are. So in this draft, everybody's going about, oh, they need to pick this up, they need to pick this up. They need to pick a fucking tackle up. That's what Giants need to do. Get some protection for Daniel Jones so he's not getting his head put up his own ass every game. Yeah. You know what? Get somewhere because he's going to get hurt. Because when he's not, when he's got time or a little bit of space, he's, he's, he's lethal, isn't he? really good. Yeah, really no, good. I think, uh, agreed. Uh, it's something we can probably echo a lot going forward for, and through the, uh, the off-season. We had his back, didn't we? Yeah. We had Daniel's back <laughs> from the start. No, t- a lot of teams are going to pick uh, A lot of teams are wanting to maybe... I will need to sort of improve their offensive line, but there's just not enough players to fill the gaps. No, but they're picking high. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they can get Andrew yeah, Thomas, yeah. they can get Justin Wirtz, they can get, you know, one of these top, top-rated tackles. tackles. I know, yeah, they're going to be a rookie, they're not going to be perfect. But it's but better than that, which is exactly. what at the moment. Nate's hold is shit. Dog shit, in fact. Yeah. Like sloppy dog shit, not even solid dog shit. No, I reckon he'll end up at Browns, me. Yeah. That's how daft they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, can see, I can see someone tackle desperate going after him. And it's it's a Hopefully well, not. yeah. Put a shame on them if they do. Um, right, the, 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 the Black Legends Giants are two and nine, but still within a chance of winning the NFC East. And the Bears dropped to five. Uh, now move up to five and six. Annoying bit is sniffing at our heels. Giants could be doing well. Do you know what I mean that could be? Yeah. Good, they could be on five wins at the minute. Easily, yeah. There's, there's like three games they've lost them. They've they've they've, they've lost lost rather than being beaten. Um. Right, okay, moving on to the Broncos and the Bills. Bills were in that 20-3. to 
Not the time, the score. Boring. Yeah. Um, Broncos are rubbish. Bills okay. do enough. Bills do Offense enough, looks yeah. a bit better. They've been a bit smarter. They're running ball well, and Josh Allen's complimentary pass game looking pretty decent. I were impressed that the, the uh, they were so good at running against Broncos because they really run ball down the throat. Yeah. But obviously, you've got a quarterback who can run it as well as your running back, so it creates some. It's a little bit like Baltimore, but on a much, much weaker scale. And obviously, John Brown's been playing decent this season. Cole Beasley's picking up these passes. His intermediate game for Josh Allen's getting better and better. He could end up becoming a, a really good quarterback, but we'll have to see. That defence, though, that's an elite defence. Yeah. They're going to cause anyone trouble. They're knocking on down into top four defences, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd I mean, say they're just after Bears still, but yeah. top six defence. Yeah, no, 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 Statistically, they're probably third, but in my opinion, the best defences in the league Looking are the on, 49ers, than, yeah. Patriots, Steelers, Ravens, and then uh, Bears, Bears and Bills. Then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like that. the Bills have had a. Maybe we said they've had a. They've done just enough season. They're eight and three. Yeah. No, I think they do just enough in games. I don't yeah. think they've done a just enough season. Oh, no, no. Like, like game wise, I mean. All oh, right, yeah. <coughs> to, 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 the record doesn't. Match up with how they've played. Yeah, you look at these range. close games. Most of them they're winning. Yeah. that's the difference. Yeah. Whereas last season, most close games they were losing. losing. Yeah, although we're banging, hammering us. Oh, yeah, that wasn't even a close game. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was just awful. Um, yeah, Broncos stick a fork in them. Despite the fact they are still mathematically in with a chance of getting the playoffs, they have got. Well, mathematically, like ninety percent chance to win against us as well. But not that good for you. It went really badly for them, didn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> right then. Um, Last game on the late, last little late games on Sunday. Um, we haven't covered Bucks Falcons. Oh, yet. sorry, yeah, I, I, I messed up here. Sorry, Bucks Falcons then, um, which is the second to last game of the late games on Sunday. It won't. It were early game. Was it? Oh, there was only two late games, aren't there? Yeah. I'm just gonna go for a lie down. Uh, okay, Bucks Falcons. It's your first game I've written, uh, written down after the Texans one. That's why I've, I've picked up on it. Uh, Bucks Falcons. Bucks winning that thirty-five twenty-two. Uh, taking the books to four and seven and dropping the Falcons to three and eight. Uh, look at first first fucking ten minutes of that game. Yeah. Jimmy Winston, what is it? Three attempts, two interceptions. So you're like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Falcons going to win. Falcons were killing. They've killed Saints. They've killed Panthers. Two divisional games. Yep. So it's third divisional game in a row, and you're thinking, Falcons have got everyone's number in the South. And then comes to James Winston. Lobbing into their cornerbacks. Exactly. And you're like, oh my God. And then they just everything started to just click. They started to you know, be a bit more controlled or smarter. Buck's defence is quality. And I think what, the, what they've done yeah. is, pardon me, is something that not many defences can do. Although the secondary is not great, what they have managed to do is that front four can stop the run on their own. Vita Vea and obviously Ndamuk and Stuart Middle. That's like trying to get between two Mack trucks. The yeah. massive... Then you've obviously got your outside players, you've got your Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaquille Barrett and all those types of players who are there to get to quarterback or whatever. But you're good against run. And obviously they've got a decent uh, linebacking core with Devin Bush, not Devin Bush, Devin White. Devin White, yeah. And then obviously you've got um, uh, Levante David, is it? Who they've got at linebacker? Well, yeah, it's it's yeah. A, another good linebacker. So against run, they're doing really well. And obviously in coverage, you're not, they're not the best. They're a bit of a weaker secondary. But they look better since they've got rid of Vernon Graves. Yeah. So the bit that what they're able to do is play off a little bit, and obviously play good red zone defense, but play off a little bit and stop the Falcons from able to get their own big plays popping off so consistently, and scaring Matt Stafford by getting to him. And on the flip side of the coin, um, for the defense of the Falcons, who murdered the you know the Carolina Panthers and murdered the uh, the Saints, what I think, and I've discussed this with you earlier on, is if you look at Kyle Allen 
he's not really a deep threat with his passing. He's not going to burn you with like with massive deep balls. No. He's not awful, <laughs> but he's not good. You'd expect an intermediate game complimentary passes, don't you? And then again, Drew Brees, as we discussed earlier, he's doing exactly the same. So I think what the Falcons have done going into most of these games is go, right, basically what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to, you know, sit off because he's not going to be able to beat his deep. No. Give him what they can, play good red zone defense, and then get after quarterback as much as we can, and they've done it really, really well. But that O line for Bucks is legit. It's a big O line. I think that's the main. It's big in middle. Yeah. Whereas, although Saints have got a better O line, I think, and Panthers have probably got a better O line or near enough. The difference was their quarterbacks are going. I've no uh, time. I've no time. time. But, yeah, yeah. But Winston is down there and, and like he's got some big. I mean, Matt Ali Murphy is a massive guy. Exactly, and, and the thing as well is. He's got an arm to throw that ball. So them defenders know they can't sit here and wait about. They've got to try and cover man to man at times. He's got Evans, Mike Evans. He's got, obviously, Godwin. Um, he's got OJ Howard when he's healthy at tight end. They've got some weapons. I think it was Miller who scored a massive deep ball the uh, other week. Really good. Or I might not have scored. He got right near the edge. He like, ran like 22 mile an hour to get the ball. Like lightning. So Falcons are like, ah, you know, a bit worried because they're going to have to sit back for that deep ball and... When he's on, Winston's elite, he can really get a ball there. And I think what they did early doors, and they didn't do it later on in game because they were like, we need to get back in game now, we need to get him off, you know, turn the ball over. They played some different types of coverages to confuse him, and I think that's where the, their interceptions came from. Yeah. But then they realised that he had time, he'd worked out what they were doing, and then they were knackered. Because I think they thought his head would go down as soon as he threw interceptions, and when that didn't work, it was like... Well, can't really do anything now. And they just didn't cover Godwin all day. He just, he just killed him. Yeah, I think I think what it was after those first uh, three series, our first two series, uh, some uh, Bruce Arians got in his ear and went, "We've got the little pirates on our app, not the not the little birds." Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's what's <laughs> maybe. Yeah, that's what's. Kicked. I mean, like uh, like you said, um, the receiver they couldn't cover uh, Godwin at all. Um, I thought they ran the ball quite effectively. Um, I think that's the thing. They, they were good in red zone, which helped. Yeah. Um, Bucks, got... what they do um, with the run game is they've not got any elite runners. I think jo- I think Jones don't get enough credit. Ronald Jones, he mm-hmm. didn't get played last season, and this season he's really coming to his own. He's playing a lot better, but they run the ball enough. Baba played alright. He's also good in pass Smith. coverage as well, and that helps again, giving Winston more time to find cornerback. Yeah. Cornerback, sorry, receivers. Yeah. Smith. Smith is um, uh, not Smith from Falcons. Obviously playing instead of Freeman when they've run ball. They've played all right. So both defences, uh, offences, sorry, run the ball enough from both these teams to make space for pass. But the big difference was the pass rush for the Bucks were getting to, to get him to more. Falcons, getting to Ryan, yeah. And the defence, from obviously from the Falcons, had the weakness of we have to sit back a little bit, leaving that space in middle for them to move, like I say, get into red zone and do what they have to do. But I thought it was a really well-played game by the Buccaneers. But I appreciate what the Falcons are trying to do. Just unfortunately for them, they couldn't do it. Yeah, I think um, if it, if they if they maybe win one of the next if we've got to win next to the next two four well, next two can't speak win next of a couple of games what Bucks. am I having a stroke if Bucks win the next two games no the, the, the Falcons either win the next couple of games just to keep Dan Quinn's job in it's safe I think but I think the Falcons like I say the, the Bucks win they've the got next... six and ten he's gone yeah I think anyway ne- next well, couple... now three wins yeah three wins yeah so they need to win out yeah, to sort not, of I keep his job, but, mm. but I think the Bucks win a couple more games, then I think 
They're, they're in the playoff one as well. You've uh, got to give Arians credit. I think next season, if he keeps Winston, which part of me thinks another off-season with him a little bit more tweaking, maybe he'll be all right. And then another part of me thinks maybe get rid of If you're picking high enough, you can pick a quarterback. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's different. But but that, do... that many teams with rubbish records at the moment, like, even if they finish sort of 7-9, 8-8, eight eight, they're going to be picking past 16. Yeah, silly, isn't it? Yeah. Um, right, okay, we'll, we'll shuffle on then uh, to the, the, the last game, the last all eight games. Is it? Is it? No? Yes? Second to last. Second to last game, yeah. Uh, we've got the, the Jags we've at the Titans. three games left, haven't we? Four games left. Far sound, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jags against the Titans. The Titans... Three on my page. Handling them 42-20. Um, Derek Henry likes playing against the Jags. Jags are just... They just seem to not be great against run. I think that's what it is. The defence obviously gets to pass it pretty well. They're still doing well at secondary without Jalen Ramsey. But Titans, I, I think I said it last week, maybe before, they're going to win that division. They're this really the clicking. Tannehill's got that dual threat that we thought Mariota had. Set to can pass. Yeah. He's playing behind a good old line. He's got a decent run game. And Very he's decent got decent, game. decent receivers. Yeah. Well, they run just to keep defence off pitch. And that defence is really well coached. And it's got some really talented players. They're going to be a ball ache if they get in playoffs. Honestly. They're only a game behind Texans. Exactly. So, this is what I mean. And they're playing yeah. next week. Yeah. So it's going to be... I honestly can see the Titans, if they get into playoffs... The Titans and the Bills are going to be two teams that no, no one wants, wants to play. play. Omar yeah. away, nobody wants to play them. Both got mobile quarterbacks. Both got you know strong defenses. defenses. The advantage I would give is I think if the Titans play the Bills, the Titans would take it just because they've got that little bit more going forward. Got a better running game than than uh, yeah. the Texans have. Yeah. Derrick Henry is a monster, but you shut Derrick Henry down. That's when like they we'll tend to, to struggle, and I yeah. think it is doable because he's so big. You get his legs, and then. He's done in. He's he's a weapon, but he's not the best back in league. No, I mean once he once he's he gets, different, isn't he? Once he gets rolling, don't get steam. Yeah, he's a bugger to stop. I think he's the type of guy where if he gets past the line of scrimmage, that's when he starts to get a bit of an issue. But you need a bigger secondary. I think this is going to sound silly, but someone like Rhodes would be the type of secondary guy who could tackle him because he's a big fella. Yeah. Uh, but no, you can't knock him. I think two touchdowns rushing by Henry, two touchdowns by. Uh, rushing by Tannehill the scored I think three touchdowns in 15 seconds or something ridiculous absolutely smashed him Nick Foles as I might have mentioned uh, is shit sorry but it was good for Eagles when they had a massive defence but how many games did they blow anybody out apart from one and we don't want to talk about that one no. but um, 10-9 they beat the Falcons <laughs> in divisional game yeah. then the Amadors obviously because our team were knackered and shit and it was mainly predicated on run we got to Super Bowl, had a massive game against Patriots, brilliant game plan, and he executed it really, really well. He'd got his confidence from beating us and from obviously just scraping past them. The last couple of games of the season, he was still poor. And then you're looking at the beginning of the season after the Super Bowl, he starts off, starts slow, doesn't do too great. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. I don't no, think no. he's got it in him. I don't think he's. I think that MVP is just. I think he's Jim Plunkett his way to a Super Bowl. Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's, it's, he's dropped on his own, a good team. And the med plays, and he won't. He won't bad in them games. So I'm not going to take anything away from that. With a great performance in the Super Bowl, but that game plan was fantastic. And again, against us in championship game, their run game and their O line murdered us, and he just took advantage of it. But for Jaguars, they don't have the same skills. No. Fournette's still running like a, you know, like like fuck. But I think the issue is they've made it, they've shown the card saying we need to run Fournette more. So that's what they're going to do. And teams are going to try and shut run down. Yeah, exactly. Because he can't. He can't. Or, DJ Shark's still doing an amazing job at the But I think Fournette, like, sorry, the thing with him is they'll let him run so yeah. far 
And then they'd be like, well, we've got your leg gets at Forty now, you've got your yards. Now it's too far to kick. We can shoot you down with pass. Now we're going to shoot you run down. So they'll waste the time in that respect and then obviously shoot the ward out play at that point and that's when you can attack them back. Because they're not a fourth to go for it on fourth time down team, are they? No, they're not all. No ball. And Philippa, D. Philippo's not a great coordinator. No, so. it's, it might be... Uh, he's got a poor history of uh, offensive yeah. coordinator. Mm. He usually passes more. <laughs> right, uh, next game then. We've got the... Cowboys and the Patriots. Boring. Yeah, Patriots scraping that 13-9. Cowboys, Cowboys were, were worse. Rubbish. Yeah, their offence were terrible. Yeah. Three field goals. Patriots managed to get a touchdown due to a short field, and I think it was a punt, a punt block, was it, or an interception? A punt block, yeah. Yeah, and then they got a touchdown from a short field, which is fair enough. Give Nikhil Larry his first touchdown. All fine and dandy, that, you know, they've done well. Uh, basically, Patriots did Patriots things, Cowboys did Cowboys things, and that's why the Patriots won. Yeah, the... The, the Cowboys look like look like the bloody Bengals. They couldn't get anything going offensively. They didn't put a glove on though until like later in the second quarter to throw ball. Yeah. Dak Prescott put and a glove on. Boo, it's like, hello. why did you not play in rain? Why not do wet ball drills? Yeah, do you know what I mean? He... I mean, any sort of quarterback worth a salt is going to think, right? We're going in New England. Weather's going to be bad. Let's do some wet ball drills. He's the best coach team in football. Yeah. Well, what, what, just. Pfft. It's an absolute, just just a, they've had an absolute meltdown there of the uh, the Cowboys. Um, yeah. Still though, <laughs> with a six 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 and five record, sitting at the top of the NFC le- NFC least. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we're NFC East champions, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, P- Patriots roll a ten and one. I just, yeah, but again, they've not they've they've, they've not looked impressive any and really, I don't think. Over the beat, beat Cowboys. They beat everyone apart from the uh, apart from the Ravens. Ravens. Yeah. Uh, is that, well, let's say they beat Bills as well. Bills have got a winning record. Cowboys have got a winning record. Yeah. What, what do you want? <laughs> beat who's been put in front of them. Absolutely. No, it's going to be... I think they'll, they'll, they're going to roll to the end of the season, probably finish up 15 and more. Nah, I think 13 or 3. They're going to drop you got a couple, You said they got a couple of losses in them, haven't you? Yeah. It's going to be a game where they win for that big drive and then Tom Brady ends up like having his hip replacement go on. <laughs> I think maybe they might... If, if they end up... It depends how... It all depends how the Ravens play. If the Ravens keep putting pressure on them for that number one seed, then the Patriots are going to keep playing the stars and keep one and treat, trying to win out. If they manage to secure the number one seed before week 17, they'll just roll they'll roll it back up and take a loss. Okay, then. Uh, we'll move on to... Got the Packers 49ers from Sunday Night Football. Well, that was a... A, a treat to watch, shall we say? Watching Aaron Rodgers get dealt. They couldn't get the ball. I'm I'm gonna tell this one. They couldn't run the ball. I think he threw for about thirteen yards all game. The the forty nine defense was just all over him. They couldn't get anything going on. It was just just really nice to watch Aaron Rodgers struggle. And I think anybody did struggle against that defense. Though, yeah. Really, I think everybody has, don't they? Yeah, especially struggled against them. It's like other teams that they've looked. I mean, the Cardinals have looked capable against him. Yeah, but you've got to think it's hard to contain Kyle Murray in it. Mm-hmm. I think that's different. Obviously, they've only got Devante Adams on offence, really. Aaron Jones, if he can get running, then it's, I suppose, but the ah, line's not a good running. You watch Rodgers sometimes, it's like, it's like watching like Houdini play, like he gets out of tackles and sacks and shit and it's, gets gets the ball out. When, why has he done that this year, though? Mm, I suppose. Well, last that, year. That 49ers defence absolutely handled them out. I love watching it. It was great to watch. Um... Juszczyk, yeah, Kyle Juszczyk back so that helped with the running game yeah. uh, it's George, George Kittle yeah, turned quality, up he's quality he's, he's, he was out last week he didn't, oh yeah but he's, he's been a bit now in the summer all season for me I think 
Really? Yeah, he's not been he's not been as good beginning of this season until uh, as he was last season for me. He had a bit of a step down, but he's back to George Kittle from last year. Yeah, I think what you've got to look at though in that respect is obviously last season he was the focal point for offense. They didn't really have a proper quarterback, so everything was going to him. Whereas now they can redistribute offense, run game can get popping, pass game can get popping, and he can do what he has to do for it middle as well. So when it goes to some time few big games like Packers game then that's when you can focus on him I think the key thing is hitting, he's hitting peak form at at probably the right, the right time. time Yeah, if he can keep us up that's why they go out in divisional round they're yeah. laughing yeah. Um, Debo Samuels is an amazing pick up for him great young receiver oh what was second pick it second round yeah not bad for us I mean second, I mean, second round pick's going to be a top 60 player coming out of college but he yeah he's doing, he's doing really well for him he's, he's, I mean, he's, he's finding his He's finding his place in the team. Like a running back, isn't he? But as built like a running back, but yeah, a wide he's, receiver. He's proper. He's proper wiry, I think, for for a receiver. I know a lot of AJ Brown, similar from um, Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. No, um, yeah. Like I said, I'm just going to reiterate. It was a pleasure to watch the the the, the, the Packers just just not get anything going at all. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Couldn't, couldn't run it. Couldn't pass it. Couldn't defend it. It was just anything. Anything that was wrong was the team wearing red, not purple. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so that, that, that still um, leaves the Packers at eight and three, top of the NFC North on uh, divisional account the divisional record, and the Forty Nineers with ten and one, top of the, the number one seed in the NFC, and, and they deserve it. Um, and Nobody the, else is there. No, Saints the, have done all right, but yeah. they've, they've lost two games. Yeah. <coughs> no, that was I think. They're starting to play teams with with winning records now, and the forty nine is now, yeah, yeah, and the the they're, they're, not missing a beat, are they? Yeah, not missing a beat at all, and in fact, doing better against teams that are. That are look what they did to Panthers. Look what they did to Backers. Yeah, they get up for a bigger games clearly, don't they? Yeah. Mind you, it's Seahawks being so. so. <laughs> right. Okay, we'll move on to the last game of the week, which was Monday Night Football. The Baltimore Ravens dismantling the LA Rams. The state of football as we know it's changed. Yeah, at least in Baltimore, anyway. Um, the fact that Lamar Jackson controlled an offense for him for like 169 yards, but five touchdowns is absolutely ridiculous. 75% completion percentage, and then rest of the time just running attack, just move, killing clock, marching downfield. I don't know if anybody can stop him. And you know what I mean? A team needs size in middle to stop run, and then it needs to be able to you know do man to man well so that everybody's covered. You need to have linebackers who can get into coverage and stuff. You need to have a nippy safety who can. You need fourteen players on D to stop them. It's going to be a rough one, and then obviously the defense is just playing out uh, outstanding at the minute. Jalen Ferguson, Matt Judon have started playing really well, pass rushing, getting to passer. They've got a big men at middle, and um, obviously they've got best secondary in the league, which I did say they had at the beginning of the season. It didn't seem to turn up, but now Jimmy Smith's back, Marlon Humphreys are there. They've got J- uh, Marcus Peters. They're just. Like you can't throw on them, you can't, you know what I mean. You can't run ball down the throat because they're so big in the middle. It's crazy. It's a bit of a cliche though, but I don't think they're a team that come in from behind. Yeah, I don't think they can because obviously they need to be the type of team that run ball so much. And obviously, if, if he's got to start throwing Lamar, that's when you're going to see some chinks in armor. Yeah, I mean, I was speaking to our our, our associate, the uh, the Baltimore Ravens fan, and he's getting a bit excited. I said, "You need to calm down. You've you've lost two games. You got handled by Browns, and you got thumped by Chiefs." Now you, the teams you played are teams without particularly very without, without very good offenses, and yeah. you, when you start playing teams against good offenses, that's when you're f- going to find out who you are. Yeah. If, you, if you can get, you know, you, I mean that defense to me, it looks like it could stop someone. Oh yeah, good offense. Yeah, I don't. I don't Rams aren't what they were last year, but they still shut them down. They didn't score one offensive touchdown. But again, 
the the Rams haven't scored big offensive touchdowns All in season. any game exactly. Yeah, the big been... Saints, that's best defence Rams have put points against them. That yeah. one a big score. No, they were uh, a bit of an embarrassment, I think the Rams. And Jared Goff's what he is, isn't he? Yeah, I think um that contract's looking really good, isn't it? For mm. the rest of the league. Everybody laughing at us, Kirk Cousins better than Jared Goff. Yeah, it's been this year at least so far. <laughs> right, uh, do that. Right, we've got uh, just a quick rundown of the um, the playoff picture because that seems to be the 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 theme for this time of season now. Yeah. Once everyone's had the bye week, mm-hmm. um, the top six seeds in the AFC. We've got the Patriots. Seed. Hmm? Seed. Seed. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the number one seed in the AFC is the Pats on uh, the New England Patriots. Sorry, ten and one. Uh, then you've got the bottom of Ravens with nine and two. Third is the Texans at seven and four. Fourth, the Chiefs at seven and four. They're all the respective um, division division leaders. And then the wild cards are the Bills, uh, a fifth with eight and three. And then just to show how wide open the um, AFC is, they're still sixth with six and five. The only team in the AFC that's excluded mathematically now is the Bengals. Everyone else has got a mathematic chance of getting into the playoffs with four games left, which is, you know, I mean... Crazy, crazy season, isn't it? Yeah. And then switching over to the NFC now, uh, number one seed, the 49ers at 10 and 1. Mm-hmm. Then we've got the number two seed, uh, 9 and 2 is the Saints. Third seed is the Packers at 8 and 3. And the fourth seed, the, the Cowboys at 6 and 5. They're obviously, again, all the respective um, division leaders. The fifth seed are the Seahawks at 9 and 2. And then sitting in the sixth is the Vikings with 8 and 3. And just again to show how weird this season's going, there are no NFC teams that are out of the playoff race at the moment. Everyone. Oh. Is win within enough got enough in the tank to win out to get into the playoffs. Do you know what really bugs me? It'll never change. Is division winner always gets you know first score, gets home game in first game playoffs. Even if you you know sick if you're fourth seed of a division winners, you get an home game. So you could go up against so say Seahawks win the rest of the games this season, and they end up um, you know fourteen and two. They could end up playing eight and eight Cowboys. Yeah, they could play eight, eight Cowboys away. away. It's ridiculous. Wasn't that last season? Was that the, was that the <coughs> wild card game last season? The Cowboys against the Seahawks. Yeah, Cowboys beat them. Yeah. And that Rams banned the fucking Cowboys. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, just to show how wide open everything is, that's going to be. I think the next next four weeks going to be really good. But a really, it's going to be a from a season that didn't start particularly well. I think it's going to be a really good end of the season. Yeah. There'll be obviously be a few more teams that are going to drop out this this week, but. It's still it's anyone's game. Everyone it brings the fear this season for me. To be perfectly honest with you, because I can see, as a Vikings fan, pessimism is obviously my bread and butter. <laughs> but basically, we're eight and three at minute. We've got Seahawks coming up. We've got Bears. We've got Packers. We've got Lions. Three divisional games. Three teams that want us to put a flying ointment anyway. Packers obviously playing us for division. Bears potentially playing us for second seed in in you know in NFC. And then I think we've got Chargers, who are always a good team. It's not a pleasant run of games. That's a, and, and I'm not being trying to be really pessimistic here, but I would not be overly surprised if we go home five in them games and then go eight and eight. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. And no. then Eagles win out and get that seed. Or Panthers win out. It just wouldn't shock me too much because we've got one of the harder second half runs at season after his bye week, this rest week. And the biggest test at season for us is going to be going in there to Seattle against 12. We played there last season, it was really close. We didn't have as good an offence, but we kept it really close. And we were robbed because we should have had a first down when they uh, jumped over their own line. That's a foul. It yep. should have been called, but it didn't. But um, we ended up losing pretty handily there. 
and we tend to lose to Seattle every time we play Seattle. If Vikings can go into Seattle, if we can go into Seattle, we can play good defense, which we had all season, and get the get the offense running, and we can beat the Seahawks in Seattle. I will be a little bit excited and convinced we're going to make playoffs. So obviously that'll put us at nine and three. Yep. But if we go there, shit the bed. Come out eight and four. Yeah, come out I eight and four. Can see a spiral in here. Yeah. Definitely a pivotal game. That, the main thing for me is the defence has to turn up obviously offence needs to turn up as well get Thielen back maybe get popping but if that if that defence does not play to its highest standard to its second half standard for a lot of games basically yeah. and we play in second half we are in trouble because Russell Wilson will throw that ball He's into the end zone all the time all day every day and Carson will run that ball down your throat constantly and then Rashad Penny looks like he's just about in form at just the right time as well. DK Metcalf, type of guy that I think Rhodes will have fun with. Yeah. But he's a bit slower then. Tyler Lockett's scary and that's coming across middle. And that Hollister don't look bad at tight end for him. They've got some weapons, but if we can be energised on off- on defence, if our D-line can start getting home again, because we looked a bit iffy against Broncos, a lot of people so getting did. tired and getting hurt. Yeah. Then I'll be excited. We're missing with Val. Ariston's potentially injured still. It's a rough way to go. We need to be very, very cautious. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got dry mouth just thinking about it. Yeah. And it's a Monday game. <laughs> right. Um, we'll move on now to our Players of the Week, brought to you in association with Quack Vintage. Um, now, these guys at Quack Vintage are an online vintage clothing store. They do lots of stuff from the sort of the 80s and 90s, but they also have a lot of vintage NFL shirts and also. Uh, apparel shirts jumpers t-shirts like that uh, you can find them on Instagram or Depop under the account name at Quack Vintage they provided us with a £25 gift voucher to spend at their online store for one lucky OKTC listener uh, to be in with a chance of winning just email us at Eddie and Matt OKTC at gmail.com with the words Quack Vintage as your subject and we will check it. and you can go and check out the uh, the store and see what they've got maybe think about what you're going to spend your £25 on I know you're thinking £25 is not a lot but the, the highest ticket price on their website is a £30 item. So the max we're going to be paying five and a little bit of postage for a, a, a decent quality bit of vintage vintage kit. Right, uh, the player of the week, Eddie, do you want to go with yours first? I know you're excited about this one. Go on, you can go first. Okay, then I am going with... I'll, I'll just set the scene because, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a drama guy. You've got 44 seconds to go in the first half. He's second in goal at the one-yard line. Vita Vea's lined up as the fullback. You know where this is going. Winston fakes a handoff to, to Peyton Barber. Um, Vey goes to block on the right, right hand side of the offensive line and just sort of slips his slips off the defender. It looks like he's about to block. He's all alone on the goal line on a nice little little flat route uh, and catches the ball on the goal line. Love me a big man touchdown. And then just <laughs> that guy touchdown. I mean, one hundred and fifty seven kilograms is what he's down as, which is twenty four and a half, just just under twenty five stone, which is the weight of an average male panda. <laughs> just to put it in context, on the average, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's my play of the week. I loved it's it. It's over three hundred pounds as well. Yeah, I love a big man touchdown, and he, yeah, and watch a big man touchdown celebration is probably one of the best things going. <laughs> right, who you got, mate? Well, um, coincidentally, I'm in the same game. Oh, yeah? uh, the play of the week that I saw was Chris Godwin's first touchdown against Falcons. Mm. So basically, obviously, the ball snapped. Winston drops back into twenty yard line. His offensive line keeping a little bit of space. 
and he's, he's got a few seconds to let play develop and then due to good protection he manages to throw a dime to Chris Godwin which just goes over nickel corner and in between a safety and then a corner who were just coming into Godwin Godwin manages to catch it in both hands as he's in stride he's not going full pelt just yet but he's just picking up his speed and even though defender manages to get his hand on ball Godwin manages to keep a grip on it step out to outside and take it 40 yards for a touchdown absolutely brilliant it was and the fact that it was between three defenders in the end and they managed to keep on the ball were just brilliant and that was tied turner for that game for me. Yeah, I know it was excellent skill from Godwin with catch and run, but also it was it was the good version of James Winston threw that ball and it yeah. was absolutely in, in in a tight window. Just amazing play from start to finish, really. Excellent offensive line play. Great great revision from, from Winston, excellent pass, excellent catch. Only thing that was poor was their defenders. Mm. Yeah, no, enjoyed that. That was our players of the week with quite vintage. Now we shall move on to the old Picarinis. The week thirteen picks, mate. Starting with we've got Thanksgiving Are we not games. Talking about last week's picks. Oh, go on then. Let's go on. To, let's go on to last week's picks. Right, go and have your moment. Down. I got on a eight and six, mate. I did winning pretty well. Week, yeah, yeah. I had, had a winning week. How did you get on, mate? With your picks last week. Go on. <laughs> I went thirteen and one, Matt. Yeah, you've and my only loss you picked as well. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Yeah, we both giants. the bloody giants. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought honestly that week, um, it was just there were just some things in certain games that made me think oh, I'm gonna go with this. Normally, I have a load of notes for my picks as well. I didn't that week. I just yeah. went off my thoughts straight away. So I've done notes this week. So I'll probably balls up again. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but no, I, I was really impressed. Like that Redskins win, shocked me, but it was nice to see. Obviously, there were the Raiders win, which I ex- the, sorry the Jets win against the Raiders, which I fully expected. Texans Colts were a toy- the coin toss game, like me and you said. Yeah. Um, what were the other two? The other two Falcons uh, versus Buccaneers. You went Falcons. I obviously I explained my points of view on what Buck could do and what Falcons couldn't, and obviously I went along with that. And can you remember the other one? I put it here. Hang on. The other one was. Cowboys Patriots. Oh yeah, well obviously Patriots doing Patriots things. So yeah. I, that was one game I want. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Cowboys won it, but I expect the Patriots to win it. You've now opened up a six-game lead on me. We've not a lot of games left, so I think it's going to be a going to be tight for the rest of the season. Well, I'm going to let you go first with all your picks. Oh, bastard! Right. Copy <laughs> Right. Okay. We've got the we've got it's Thanksgiving this week in the in the states, so we're fortunate enough to have three games on Thursday night. I say fortunate. I'm at work. Are you working? I I'm, think I'm off. I'm off tomorrow, so that's gonna be mm, nice. Yeah, winning. yeah. Although I'm off out with, uh, with, with, with Mrs. B mm, right. in Leeds, so I'm probably gonna miss. I might unfortunately miss the the uh, the start of the uh, the first game, which is a, which is a shame, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, the first game tomorrow night uh, is the Bears and the Lions. The La- I think Adamashek picked up on this that it's the same three teams that get the, um, Thanksgiving games every season at home. Yeah, Bears and yeah, and it needs it needs freshening up for me. Because I, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, these three games look, look like they're going to be awful, just awful to watch. I mean, <coughs> I mean they're not they're not going to be. I don't think any three of these games are going to be brilliant, no. but they're better. They're a better prospect now than they were two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, Bears against Lions. Um, that defense, the Bears defense is still going to be. It's still what it is. Their offense is is Jekyll and Hyde. Or Trubisky is rubbish. Yeah. Running back, they're running really well. Um, they're doing a lot of sweeps and misdirection plays, which is confusing defenses. The Lions are a very, oh, I don't know, if very well, but they're a decent enough coach defense to sort of not let that Read stuff it, yeah. um, get you know trick them. Um, 
I still think the Bears are going to have just, just too much to beat the Lions, and I've got the Bears winning that 14-12. Yeah, my point of view, Lions are dismal without Stafford, and Bears are excellent on defence. I think Bears struggled against Lions in Driscoll's first start, but basically they've got tape on him now. They know what he could do. Even though Driscoll might not even be starting now due to injury, if he was to start, it, you know, there'd be no surprises. I think Bears 24-7. I think there'll be a defensive touchdown or two in there as well. Yeah, so that's a good start. That's one game I'm not going to claw back on you. Yeah. Right, okay, the, uh, the, the, that's the middle game of the, the Thanksgiving slate is the Bills at the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, Cowboys coming off a bit of a drubbing against the uh, the Patriots. Yep. It's not going to be that sort of weather in uh, Texas, and if it is, they'll shut the roof. Yeah. Um, so they're playing in a dome. Bills don't play in a dome. They play outside, uh, they're, but they're playing well defensively, and if they can play as well defensively as they have done all season, I think they'll slow that Cowboys offense down, even at home. And I've got them on the Bills on, on, on the road winning that 1916. Well, Bills are doing well. And, you know, a win won't shock me by him. But I think Cowboys have got more talent on both sides of the ball. I don't think the offence in the Bills is that creative. I think obviously they'll just do what they can do and try and do it well. And I think that the Cowboys need to just keep distance between them and Eagles and they'll do what the Eagles did to the Bills. To beat him, and I think this is where you're going to see Ezekiel Elliott have a big game. He's going to start popping off. I think that they're going to start forcing ball, and I think they're going to start using Tony Pollard a bit more as well. You know, the other running back, yeah, the running back. The one, yeah. He can do a little bit more, and I think it's going to be a much higher scoring game than people expect. I think it's going to be Cowboys 34, um, Bills 20. Hmm. So that's that's me winning, Clara, winning back because Bills definitely winning that game. Right, mate. Well, I'm, I'll, to go off it, yes, the weather was rubbish, blah, blah, blah. But the the Bills have probably got a slightly better offense than the Patriots, yeah. and they've got as good a defense I think as the Patriots. No, and I think they've got well, no, they're not far off as good as the Patriots. The difference is the Cowboys against Patriots were scared to run ball because they mm. thought the Bills were going to coach up to that point. Whereas the Bills, I think their defense is very good in a lot of areas, but they've not been great against the run, and it's power run that's really hurt them. Whereas. I think the Patriots were getting beat by speed run because I've obviously got a big guy in the middle and obviously the Cowboys are more power run. When the Cowboys did run the ball, they were making yards, but they didn't. They get to like third and one instead of just running ball with that elite O line and going over, they were just passing ball. Yeah, I mean, it's going to go either one or two ways. It's either yeah, one be... team's going to win or one team's not. That's what happens every week, man. That's every game. <laughs> For the Cowboys, they're either going to be <clears throat> sort of shell shocked from what happened against the Patriots or they're going to have a big bounce back game and have gambled on Bills. Yeah, I, you, that. I thought you knew it. I thought you'd go pay for the Cowboys. Hmm. Okay, um, and then the late game on Thanksgiving is the Saints at the Falcons, which, like I said, two or three weeks ago was going to be watched by only really hardcore Saints and Falcons fans. Um, but the, the Falcons' sort of upturning sort of performance over the last three weeks has, has maybe made the game a little more interesting than it should be. Um, I still think the Saints are going to have more than enough to handle the, Fal- the Falcons, so I've got the Saints winning that 32 27. Yeah, my point of view is like basically what we said all day. Is the Falcons came back to earth from a bang this week against Bucks and defense. Obviously, had previous dominance against other teams, but they're exposed against a more physically gifted quarterback. But this week, I imagine the Saints are going to be like, right, well, it didn't work trying to pass the ball last week. So what we're going to do? We're going to pound ball. We're going to run ball. And Falcons tire. You've seen you've seen that secondary yep. as well. They'll be able to pick them apart. I think they're going to just slowly drop ball that field. It won't surprise me if they just win with loads of field goals that would chop me off but I think they're not going to try and beat him from there they're going to beat him on ground and <clears throat> I think Saints are going to win 30-18 yeah I mean Kamara's backhand fit now isn't he 
Mm. So him and, and Latavius Murray running the ball, got him, got him wedging there again in the podcast, Lord Latavius. Mm-hmm. And those two running the ball, I think he's just going to be, he's going to going to grind that that Falcons defense down. There's not going to be able to keep up. And they'll get some, they'll, they'll score some points. Give Hill some runs. Taysom Hill's not getting anything this season. He's yeah, not he's had, he's had a little bit some pieces on him. I mean, maybe they're saving, keeping the power around Taysom for maybe a playoff run, but maybe. Mm, um, but yeah, I think I think the Falcons will score some points, but I think the Saints are going to end up winning handily. Bye, Al. Shall I call an ambulance? Are you going to be right? Yeah, I think I'll survive. Lovely. Uh, okay, so we're on to the Sunday games now. First game we've got is uh, the Browns at the Steelers. Um, Steelers have got... <laughs> Steelers have got the, uh, Devlin Hodges behind centre, which I said probably gives, gives them a better chance to win. But as we said earlier on, their offensive weapons aren't as good as they were last season. And the Browns have got a better set of offensive players. Yes, the the Steelers' defence is pretty good. The Browns' defence is also good. Not as good, but still quite good. Uh, and I think the Browns will win that by a field goal, 24-21. Steelers' offence is a little bit better with Hodges, like you say. Yeah. And D's obviously top three. But I just think Browns are just going to run ball well. It's a controlled game. And, you know, just take what's available in points-wise. I could imagine, you know what, I could see him getting seven field goals and winning this game. I think the deal will do enough. 21, 20, uh, 21 14 I've got Browns so we're not that far away are we really on no. quite a lot of these uh, right next game is the Packers at the Giants uh, as much as we said that the Giants have got some decent offensive weapons and skill position the offensive line is like a colander um, Packers are going to be wanting to put a, a stomping on somebody and the Giants unfortunately just, just the next team after being embarrassed by the 49ers they're going to want to go out and put a show on in New York City and I can see him absolutely torching the Giants 34-13. It's my dream that Giants will pull this one out of the bag. <laughs> and, you know, I think Packers have got a better squad, a better team altogether, and they're going to need a big comeback game. And I expect a big Packers win. Packers 42, Giants 26. I hope we're both wrong. I hope we're both wrong too. <laughs> That's my first mush pick of the season. <laughs> right, uh, next game then is the... Philadelphia Eagles at the Miami Dolphins. It's all down, uh, doom and gloom down in Philly now, isn't it? But Dolphins are just in it for experience, really. Like I said, they're trying to like, learn the system and show that they can play. Eagles D is just, you know, it's just smashing, it's clicking. And I think they could just could go a long way to deciding what, if Eagles can move further on. And I think in this game, they're going to kill Dolphins. Dolphins are going to start making mistakes because Eagles are just going to be after them. And it's going to end up being a 33-13 win to Eagles. Well... You've got Dolphins. I have, yeah. I think... At home, aren't they? So yeah, Dolphins at home. Um, also, the thing that, 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 that Eagles secondary still isn't brilliant, and they've got Fitzmagic lobbing ball along, getting it big arm, and I think he's gonna, they're going to they're gonna touch that secondary. Yes, the Eagles are going to score some points. I think the Dolphins are going to score some more points. Yeah. So I've got Dolphins winning that 26-24. Fair enough. Yeah, it's by no means going to be a blowout for either team, but I think... Well, I think it is. Dolphins... <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins are going to damage the Eagles' NFC East hopes and get that that third win. I think, I think the the yeah, I think they're looking for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next game we got is the Bucks at the Jags. Yeah. Uh, this is the only <laughs> my pick on this one is the Jags played really poorly last week and lost. The Bucks started poorly, got better, and then won. So this week it's opposite week. The Bucks are gonna have a really bad week to lose, the and the Jaguars are gonna play really well and win. It's only gonna be twenty one twenty, but it seems to be that sort that's they have that sort of pattern where they win a couple, lose one, lose another one, win a couple, win one. It's just 
I think it's the it, it's that term. It's the term for the the Bucks to lose a, lose a tough one and the Jags to win a, a tough one. Right, well, Jags have looked bad last couple of games, haven't they? Mainly against you know you know decent teams and although Bucks patiently run ball and they're not great. They're not a great winning team, so they're not going to be able to run ball on Jags defense as much as other teams have. And I think Jags' offensive talent is in the run game, which the Bucks can stop. Can stop. Yeah. And I think that's where issues are going to come. Obviously, the passing defense isn't great, but I think Big Big Dick Nick can attack the secondary. But I just think that the Jags' D, you know, it could turn ball over, but it's, it's hard to pick. And I just think Bucks, after Winston played pretty well last week, I think they're going to take a, take a win away from home. Obviously, it's not that far away from home. They'll just win it 30-24. I just think they're just going to make some plays. <clears throat> I can see why you pick books because I was I mean I arrived, but like the thing that sort of took they just sort of fucked it in my head. Marone is gonna run ball too much. Mm. Silly as it sounds. But the thing that fucked with me was like the but the both things are inconsistent, and this is a game that the book should win and the Jags should lose. So it's, that's why the the Jags are gonna win it. Mm. Um, right. Moving on then, we've got the uh, AFC, another uh, got the AFC South uh, conference. The uh, the Titans against the Colts. Um. I thought I'd put a draw down there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed if it is. Yeah, no, it's going to be as as advertised, Colts and tight games. Um, uh, the, the, I think the Titans are going to run it on them um, better than any... They, they have... Hang on a minute. <laughs> I think the Titans will be able to run it well on them. Yeah. Uh, I think Tannehill has proven last week that he's... That, not ta- yeah, Tannehill's proven that he's can do the job behind that Titans offensive line both with his feet and with his hands, I think that the Colts, I don't think Brissett is still going to, another week, Brissett's not going to be 100%. If they'd have benched, if they sat Brissett last week, he'd have come back this week 95% fit. Now he's only going to be 80, 85% fit, which is still all right, but it's not going to be enough to beat that very tasty de- uh, Titans defence. Yeah, the thing that I put is, Colts will try and enforce the will, which strong, you know, strong old line. They're going to try yeah. and have a power D line, which is going to be hard. Even if Brissett's 100%, it's still going to be a tough game for him, but, if not, it's going to be a massive struggle for them. I think Titans are going to run the ball well and pass it enough to, I think it's going to be 28-20 to Titans. I don't think it'll be a blowout. If you put 28-20 as well. Oh, 28-21 to Titans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree, completely agree. Um, so probably both going to be wrong there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Right, we'll move on then to uh, one of the AFC bargain basement games. We've got the, the Jets against the Bengals. I doubt the Bengals, sorry. Um, do you want to lead? Yeah, Jets win because it's Bengals. Yeah, I put that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Bengals will, will maybe they'll, they'll score a couple of points. They'll maybe get. A... I didn't put a score. Yeah, well, they'll, they'll put some points on, but I think I think uh, Red Rockets playing again this week, and he's starting this week. Twenty eight uh, eighteen and one of the. I won twenty four twelve to Jets. I just decided to put a score down. I think the Bengals might score a few points, but I think the 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 Jets will double whatever they do. Um. Okay. Next game, we've got the. Ooh, this is a, st- a, chick- a, st- a sticky one for me. The Redskins and the Panthers. Well, I'll take lead the Panthers. Redskins <laughs> managed to make it out at last week with the home win. But Panthers really need to get a win. And they've got an outside shot at playoffs if they do. I think they're going to go in there. I think the defensive line's really good. I think they can run ball really well. Pass it out of backfield. DJ Moore's starting to play play well. Samuels is playing pretty well. <laughs> Uh, Greg Olson, I hope he has a big game because I'm playing in my fantasy. <laughs> I think Panthers 31-9. to Yeah, I mean, I've also picked the Panthers. The reason I, I've, I've struggled with it, it's just... Because last week, the Redskins won a game and you think it might be time for asking to have 
No, because it was against Lions who, <coughs> say, who are defensively stout yeah. and well coached. Yeah, but you say defensively stout, but you look at all points against them all season. The yeah. defense is the weakest part of the team until the offense turns to dog shit. After but the, but the Redskins it. defense is also quite good. Yeah, and. Right. They'll maybe be able to limit the Panthers. That's the only thing I was, I'm, I'm worried about. This, but I, I picked the Panthers to win it 29-14. Deontay Jackson is... Um, is it Deontay Jackson or Johnson? Deontay Johnson or Jackson, whichever one is, who's been at corners for Panthers. He's a ball walk. He picks ball up a lot. And if Dwayne Askins lobs any of them balls in the silly positions, he's going to pick it up and take it to the house. I think Brian Burns has been playing pretty well under radar. Gerald McCoy's been playing pretty well. I just think there's a load on the defence and it's going to really hurt the... Uh, uh, the the red teams. I think they're going to really struggle. Yeah, no, I, it's a, it's a, it's a sticky one for me. I just, I, just I, I want the Redskins to do well. I want Askins to do well. Yeah, there we go. I don't the, yeah. care about Redskins. No, the, the, <laughs> I think the organisation. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the, I mentioned it last week, just before I kick off uh, on Sunday, there was. They were selling tickets for the, the Lions Redskins. The, the Redskins were selling tickets for four dollars. That's ridiculous, isn't it? And I just went. I went to see if this was correct. So I logged onto the um, the old internet, went to the Redskins website, tickets, and the cheapest ticket that was available was fourteen dollars, and that was sec- That was like second tier. So it wasn't a rubbish seat. Uh, there was t- there was there was seats behind the um, <coughs> the goal the, the goalposts at one end. For I think twenty four dollars, the most expensive ticket on the that wasn't a wasn't a box ticket wasn't a, a you know executive yeah, yeah was like forty four dollars. Wow, and the the executive ticket was only one hundred twenty dollars, and that's for the you know that you know for being a box with food and drinks and stuff. Imagine being in a wafer. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's a win that if you're lying, if you're if you're from Detroit. Well, you're well you want there, want it to be yeah. fair after getting beat by it. <laughs> right. Um, Next, let's move on to the late slates on on Sunday. We have oh no, sorry, the last sorry, the last um early game on Sunday. This is going to be an absolute barnstormer. Forty nine ers against the Ravens, mate. Yep, two most impressive rushing attacks in football and in a minute, two of the best defenses. Not the best, two of the best. Mm. Tough one to pick, but I'm going to go with home team. Maybe I think that they've got a better total defense and a better intermediate pass game. Obviously, Garoppolo can hit people. He's a, he's a good quarterback, but I just think there's a lot more danger in Lamar Jackson. I don't think it's going to be a massive blowout, but a 20-13 to 13 win. But I, I could see it being like 17-0 at half-time. Do you know what I mean? And then a field goal, and then 49ers throw a couple of picks on way down. This is going to be a test for both teams <coughs> to yeah. see um, who's got a real it. dog. If, if, if they're for real or not. To draw. <laughs> um, Ravens, like we've said before, they've not played the the teams. The only teams, the only team that they played with decent offense tandem, and that yeah. was Chiefs. And I think the and Browns got decent. Yeah, they, they are, yeah. But are the the 49ers, excellent run game. Like I said, all right in the passing game. They've got better in the passing game over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Kills a good tight end. Yeah, nice Emmanuel game. Sanders getting some made him even better a passing unit. Mm-hmm. The Bengals are uh, sorry, Bengals. The uh, the Ravens really good running. They've got a couple of decent receivers and got a we've got best tight end. Well, one of the best test back, one of the top three tight ends in the league. In it's number Andrews. one, number two against yeah. each other. Kill number it's, one. It, on, in so many two. positions, this game is number one <laughs> versus number two, isn't it? it it's going to be a real tight game, and it. I just got. I just gone with the Forty Niners. Twenty eight to twenty. I think it's just going to be. It's going to be a last score winner, but a last possession winner basically. I think. 
Uh, right. Well, we've both got Ravens scoring 20 at least. Yeah. We've gone to the late games on Sunday. Uh, this is going to be fun. Rams against the Cardinals. Cardinals at home. Cards, come off you? the bye. Yeah, I've gone on the Cards <coughs> beating them 19-14. And the Bengals are still going to struggle offensively despite the fact well, that... Well, they're that playing against Rams, so Bengals can play out of one. I've got, I've got a case to use, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> the Rams are going to still going to struggle offensively um, despite the fact the Cardinals haven't got a worldy uh, defence I think the Cardinals will be able to keep Chandler the, Jones is a scary prospect to go against yeah, second on stacks this season the Rams won't be able to keep that um, defence on the, the field for too long I just need to like, keep them tired them out well, I think they'll be able to get lots of like quick quick free and outs against the Rams offence I think Todd Gurley is going to get used a lot more to be honest yeah, I mean, maybe, but I still think they're going to str- they'll, they'll they'll struggle to to, yeah. to to stay in long drives against the Cardinals because they've they've sort of struggled to do that all season. Um, the Cardinals, I think, will be able to, in the opposite, sustain long runs with keeping Calmer keeping players alive with his feet. They've run the ball really well. Um, Kenyon Drake's been really good, so I think they'll be able to extend them drives and tire out that um Rams defense. I don't think it's going to be a massive scoring game. No, but Cardinals win it nineteen fourteen. Well, my <coughs> perspective is Aaron Donald's going to be mad. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey's going to be mad. And I just think Rams are going to be... They got run all over last week, but I think Cards have got nowhere near that same ability to do that to him. Obviously, you've got Kenyon Drake, who's pretty good, and he will be able to run the ball a little bit. But obviously, Kyler Murray's not exactly allowing picks everywhere. He's quite accurate. He's made some good passes. But he hasn't played against the secondary, and it's like, got Jalen Ramsey in yet. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <coughs> I think they're in a similar situation to Panthers at Rams. I think Gurley's going to have to get going. And I think offense is going to click for the first time in a while. I think Rams are going to beat them 27-16. Fair enough. Can't argue with that. She's probably going to be right. <laughs> right, then we'll move on to the, uh, the divisional game here. I've got, we've got two divisional games coming up back-to-back. It's the uh, AFC South in the, in the late games here. We've got the, uh, the first one is the Chargers at the Broncos. Uh, Chargers coming off a bye week. Broncos coming off a thumping. Um, Jekyll and Hyde Chargers again. Lost against the Chiefs, Chiefs in, in Mexico, Mexico City. Uh, Broncos lost Andrew last week. I think the it's it's an awful one to pick. But Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to beat them seventeen fourteen. It's going to be an awful game to watch. Well, my I'm pretty much thinking same you. Depending on which Rivers turns up, it could be a great game or it could be an awful game. I like Broncos D, but Miller's a three might not be playing. Um, Derwin James is the chance he's coming back because he's been looking good in uh, in practice apparently. Yeah. And I think if Gordon and Rivers can play well, I think they'll get clicking. They obviously need to win. I think Charge is going to win them twenty eight twelve. I think the the one thing that <coughs> that could possibly help the Broncos out. They're at home and they are a wounded animal at the moment because they've just they've, they've come off getting there. Being, being up 20 points against the Vikings and losing that game and then just getting thrashed last week they're going to be in a world of hurt and potentially there could be a, a bit of a trip up for the, the Chargers but that's the only thing I can think of the, 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 you know, the butter and they want to get a win on that's the only reason I think they might might do it but I think the Chargers should win it yeah yeah okay um, last late game on Sunday which is again the AFC South uh, sorry AFC uh, AFC West eh? We've got three games left, don't we? Yeah, no, but it's, it's the last late game on Sunday. It's not Sunday night football. So two games on Monday? No. Ah, oh, I get you. Yeah, yeah. Evening game. Right, evening game, yeah. Sorry. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's second half of the uh, AFC East. Um, AFC West, sorry. I don't know. 
Yeah, you're right, so we're both about the same. <laughs> it's the it's, it's the Raiders at the Chiefs. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, yep, Chiefs win that one. Yeah, same. The Raiders yeah. were just stuffed by the Jets, weren't they? Run game, and I think yeah. they just stopped them dead. I think Chiefs stop Vikings. The Vikings have got a more potent run game, and if they can do it again, I'm sure Patrick Mahomes will be able to tear apart that defense. I've gone Chiefs thirty eight, Raiders ten. And I've gone Chiefs thirty, Raiders twenty one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just yeah, Chiefs should win that handily, and that's the only reason I picked. That's 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 the reason why we picked it. Uh, okay, Sunday night football. This is going to be another good game. Uh, Patriots at the Texans. Uh, Patriots coming off a bit of a snooze fest against the old Cowboys against against another 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 Texas team here. Oddly enough, being the Texans away away. Yeah, um, I fancy the Texans at home to. Maybe not the one. Maybe not the one. Better run it on the Texans on the on the Patriots as much. Well, the Patriots run defense isn't best, is it? Yeah, but I, I, it, that's not their strength. Unless uh, Russell, uh, Watson's running it, I don't think they yeah. can run it as effectively. Um, Patriots secondary is really good, but I think the Texans now having Will Fuller back, having Deandre Hopkins, which just frees up Deandre Hopkins. Um, yeah, they can't cover them both. They can't double cover both of them. Um, and if and if they do, I'll be impressed. They'll be impressed, but it'll leave space for Kenny Stills. I'll leave you know tight and play screens. Jared Farrell's pretty well. Pretty played pretty well. Yeah, so I can see the Texans. I think are going to win this one, twenty four seventeen. I'm going twenty four fourteen Texans. Yeah, I think Patriots look like they're having a nice slow stroll into at uh, least a thirteen or three record, and this could be a banana skin of a game. I think smart man takes Pats through. Obviously, Texas D's shit, so you think Rob Patrick should be able to do it. But their offense isn't clicking really. Uh, I'm taking Texans in a close, not a close one, but you know it's a it's a clear ten point win, but it'll look closer. I think they'll rely on Fells, Fuller, and Stills as opposed to D Hopkins. I think he'll be the one who's like oh, taking up. away all taking away all coverage, and then they'll <coughs> they'll make stuff happen. Like I say, Watson with his feet and stuff. So yeah, that'll be that'll be difference. Yep. Um, right then, we'll move on to Monday night football. The the dry mouth has started again. Uh, <laughs> got the Vikings at the Seahawks. Uh, prime time against the team with a winning record. So Vikings win. Um, now I think if Vikings can establish a run against uh, a still fairly good Seahawks defense, um, I think the Vikings are in with a chance if they get. If I think if the Vikings get behind, despite them getting behind against the Broncos and back and winning, it's not the same as getting behind the Seahawks and winning at, at the clink. So if the Vikings can get in front early doors by a touchdown and a field goal or a couple of touchdowns, I think it's going to be game over. Vikings win it. If the Seahawks get ahead by ten points, then I think it's going to be the Seahawks. But I'm, because I've got to pick one, I'm picking the Vikings because that's what I always do. <laughs> Your Vikings win it seventeen fourteen. Well, I will do my mush pick, Seahawks. <laughs> Vikings have managed to come from behind to win in record fashion, beat Cowboys away in Jerry World, and to beat the Seahawks in Seattle would be by far Vikings' biggest scalp. But they're not the most reliable team, and Russell Wilson can make magic happen. So my worry is Vikings will get shut down. Defense might turn up a little bit, but not a great deal. But eighteen to three to Seahawks. No, I can understand why you've gone that way. Because it's like what you normally against the Vikings, but. I can also see that happening. Yeah. I was going with what what I picked. I might have hope and not have uh, any knowledge. <laughs> like so, this season, I think if I'd have picked 
properly, I'd have probably we probably would have gone two losses for us. I would have picked us to lose against Bears and picked us to lose against Packers. But I think the rest of the season I would have picked us to win all them games. I honestly think I would have been better. I'd have gone nine and two. You know what I mean? So far, that's what I thought we'd be doing. But right now, this is another one where I'd be like, with confidence that we've built up, I probably might still. I probably still take Seahawks at home just because we never beat them at their place. So it'd be nine and three. Yeah, just have a quick look down. It's like we 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 picked differently six. in six games. So it's, you know. Yeah. So cards, forty nine ers, Bills, Dolphins, Jags, and Vikings are what you've picked against me. Yeah. So. Fingers crossed, I get them six games back then. Yeah, if you pull six of them, you didn't lead. <laughs> but we all know that that's just a technical in. I'm actually, eight, I'd be actually be eight games. <laughs> Right, and that's our pick. That's our, that's our week thirteen picks, and we're gonna have a uh, no more bye weeks, thank God. So it's just gonna be sixteen games every time. Picks galore, yay! Right, well, we've uh, now it's now it's two thirds of the season gone. We're gonna give you our two thirds of the season review as we give our our first third of the season review. I'm gonna use. And I'm giving you cholera. Cough Eddie's lung up, and then. Uh, we're going to go through uh, each team. We've done it alphabetically. Uh, we're going to give them a... Alphabetically. A, alphabetically, which means we can spell almost. Uh, and we're going to... spell almost. Just gonna <laughs> score each team out of ten. Ten the highest, one the lowest. Or zero the lowest, I would imagine. Well, that makes my... That's funny. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, we start off with the Arizona Cardinals, with them being first on alphabet. Yeah, well, my point of view on cards is this season, the obviously last season, the we first pick in draft, but worst team in football. They completely overhauled the coaching team and they've kept every game. They haven't been blown out by anybody. They've played decent football. They've got a mid quarterback. They've played okay. mid I think I'm going to give them a six, which might seem pretty high, but when you consider that last season they were the worst team in football and this season they're competing against teams that are seen as the best team of football like 49ers they kept Seems. it close against Ravens do you know what I mean they've, they've shown up in some games and played pretty decent football they've evolved as the season goes on and although I don't think they're one of the best teams in football I think how they've performed and what they've done is impressive so I'm going to give them a solid 6 Yeah, 3 wins 7 losses 1 draw I have for a team that everyone thought weren't going to do anything particularly amazing which to be fair they've won 3 games but like I said they've, they've not been Really out of any of the games they've lost, and again, they, they drew that game which, which they should have lost against the Lions. Pulled it back though. Yeah, um, I've gone with five, which I think is fair enough. Yeah, well, I mean, I think I might be being a bit more generous just because, like I said, they kept it close with Ravens and they kept it close with the 49ers twice. It looked a lot worse for them against 49ers than it should have done. Yeah, uh, okay, move on to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I'll go with this one. A for people that thought this is going to be a bounce back season for the Falcons, some people thought they were going to be a Super Bowl. Some right? people, some people thought they were going to be a Super Bowl. Some idiots thought they're going to be in a Super. You know, whether be in the last bar and in the Super Jack's Bowl. Won it. Yeah, that was, that's worked out well so far. Although to be fair, both teams are still in the hunt for the playoffs. Yeah, um, you've been bringing up for. Yeah, but um, the Falcons have flattered to deceive and have mm. been bleeding awful. I have given them four out of ten, and they'll be thankful for that. Well, they're generous. Um, my point of view again a team coming into this season a lot of people were saying oh they're going to do really well they're going to have a playoff run there's a chance they could get into Super Bowl and at the beginning of the season you were thinking yeah I can understand people picking them to be a Super Bowl team they've got a decent you know decent defence you know speed on D-line they can get to players they can turn the ball over and obviously Matt Ryan's got 
time on on, on offense with him. He's got Austin Hooper. He's got um, <coughs> he had Mohamed Sanu, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, and then obviously the O Smith running back, Devontae Freedom, who hasn't turned up since two thousand and sixteen. But obviously people still thought it were good. But the fact of the matter is, the are the two is it two games or three games, three and eight. Three and eight, yeah. So the three and eight, a team that were expected to do so well, so I'll give them a three. The three wins, you got three points, and you'll be happy with that. Yeah, I say I think any any score of more than one for any for the for them is a is it should be thankful for how how well or how poorly they played. Okay, uh, moving on then, we've got the Baltimore Ravens. I like Ravens obviously this season as slowly as it's gone on, they've got better and better. At the beginning of the season, I fancied them to get to the playoffs, but I fancied Steelers to win the division because I thought Big Ben were going to have a big year to just prove everybody wrong with it. Want Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, Bell yeah. they're going to have this big season. And I believed he won. I think if he did play, they would because you look at what defense is doing now, they, they probably would be. Yeah, no, they probably no. would be killing it. Absolutely, yeah. And then the Ravens themselves capitalized on a weaker Steelers season, but they've beaten some, they beat the Patriots. Yeah. They beat the Seahawks yeah. and they beat the Texans. That's three good teams they've beat, three playoff teams they've beat. Yeah. And they've improved week on week. They've smashed the Rams this week. Um the, you know, the battering teams. Absolutely battering teams who were, you know, last season's playoff teams still got a lot of talent on them. And they're running over them. Literally running over them. <laughs> but the one thing I will say is obviously there's a couple of games early on where they were, they were a bit Mm-hmm. And you've got to look at the whole, for, you know, two thirds of the season. So early doors, there were a few bumps in the road. They got beat by Chiefs, and to be fair, that type of team that should have been beating Chiefs, but because they went down early, that was issue. Yeah. They should have run all off at Chiefs because that's what they can do, better than anyone. And then what Browns did to them were a bit embarrassing. So because of those two things, I've given them an eight, which is, I think it's joint top or one of the top scores, but it's a team I expected to be in playoffs. But they're like a one or two seed ability at the minute. So that's just even more than I expected, which is why you give them a high eight, because they've been really good. Yeah, um, I think they're running the game well. Um, Lamar Jackson is fast. Fast. He's an amazing weapon. Yeah, but that's what I've said all along. He's not an amazing quarterback, he's an, an amazing, amazing weapon. weapon. Uh, the, he's an amazing running back and throw it a bit. Um, the defence has been has been good. And they've improved on it. Yeah, they've, 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 since Marcus Peters came in, they have looked like a different unit completely. Let's remember Jimmy Smith. Yeah, back coming, coming back from injuries. Time. Also, those two just sort of like bump that defence. Shut up. down that secondary here. Yeah, um, because they've uh, won nine games, I've given them nine points. Nine out of ten, I think. Um, That's fair enough. Yeah. Like I said, my only thing is early doors. They looked a bit shaky. Yeah. And obviously that that Browns loss, I think that's the main. That's the, the yeah. That's the reason why the, I I would have gone nine and a half. Yeah. But that Browns loss is the one thing that's, that's not a half point off. I mean, it's going to be some some special for me for me to score any team a, 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 a ten out of ten. Um, just because. Yeah. Yeah. It's be perfect, don't you? Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Next time we've got the the Buffalo Bills. Um. Ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh. Good defense. Um. Josh Allen's improving. Um, Functional offense, isn't yeah. it? Um, they're, they're running ball well with uh, Singletree and, and still have the 462 year old Frank Gore. Um, what more could Bills fans want, I think? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, they're doing in a division that has got the periods in them, but they're not to play that team twice a season. Uh, people thought, I mean, I don't think anyone expected them to be doing as well as they have done. No. 
So I've gone. I've scored eight and a half out of out of ten just because of the expectation level that they had at the beginning of the season as to where they've gone to. If you said after eleven games you're going to be what? what if you said ask any Bills fan after eleven games, genuinely, where, where do you think you're going to be? They'll probably think, oh, we'll be five and six, or, or we'll be six and five. But to be eight and three, I think it's, it's better than they expected to be, or any of them, anyone expected them to be. So I'll give them eight and a half out of ten. It's like I say, I um, what I saw of them, what I've seen of them, they're um, they're not an eight and three team. Personally, I don't think I think they've kept a lot of games close. Not been lucky because they've played good football, but they've been good and. Like you said, they've played complimentary football. Defense is really good, but when they've gone against a team that's got properly attacking players like the Browns, who beat them comfortably, not comfortably, but they've beaten well enough. Obviously, when they played Steelers, Steelers were popping off a bit. Run game were going. Receivers were playing pretty well, and Steelers managed to do them. <clears throat> but everyone else has faced, and they've made a real game of it. Do you know what I mean? They've made a game at Browns game, but. Lost and I think a team I'd expect them to be six and five. If you said that, that's probably what I'd guess myself. Six and five because they've got soft schedule, and they're a pretty decent team. But they are getting better on offense, and the defense is remaining decent. They've tidied up against one against Broncos, so I give them an eight. I think yeah. there's a lot more there to be added next couple of years, but right now the for what they've got and what you expect, they're doing a lot better. They're so above, they're a solid eight out of producing above expectation though. Way above. Okay, we'll speak. We'll move on to the uh, the next team on the on our alphabet list. C is for Carolina, the Panthers. Mm. Mm-hmm. My my true love, the Carolina Panthers. Yes. Um, I think at the beginning of the season, I thought they might have made playoffs with Cam Newton fully fit, but I didn't think they'd do anything in playoffs. Is what they built and met the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Whereas when they got going, when Kyle Allen came in, they started started clicking. Christian McCaffrey playing an MVP level. Uh, defence were playing really good I think they went on a five game win streak lost the first two won the next five something ridiculous like that and they looked like they were going to really pick it up they looked like they'd done a, a full turnaround and they were going to you know run run table and then all of a sudden they met a couple of teams that were a, a bit above average a bit more above average and they got tanned they got tanned by the 49ers they got beat by Packers and obviously they've been beat by Saints, and they're the three good teams they've played. So for me, when competition steps up, Panthers aren't able to compete, and that's why I give them a five. Just <coughs> they fell just below what they should be doing. Yeah, um, echo every point there. The one thing I would say is that if I was expe- if I was in agreement at the beginning of the season, that's how well I thought they would do. It'd be with a fit Cam Newton. And they've not had a fit Cam Newton. I think if he, he didn't know if he'd be fit or not, I'll basically what point is. Yeah. If you just said to him, uh, you can say, well, Cam's not going to be fit, where do you think you're going to be? You're going to be in middle. Oh, yeah, then you'd be, you'd be in expectation, aren't you? Yeah, you're going to be a middle in the team or you're going to be doing back badly or really well. And they're, they're a middle in the team at the moment. They're doing, I think they're doing better than middling, really. Uh, up with the, with the with Khan, so I'll give them six and a half. Mm, yeah. ten. I think it's a fair enough score for him because the CMC's smashing it. Uh, defence is doing alright not brilliant but yeah I think they could be doing a lot worse than they are well, I'm not changing my score ok that's fine no, no I'm not going to ask you to we'll move on though to, uh, for, for, to, to a, a, a rapid pit stop at the Cincinnati Bengals minus one next <laughs> give them a zero because yeah. they're doing shit they're awful I give them a two at uh, the third uh, season so far they expected to be awful they've been awful they've kept games closer than they expected and then just there's just been no fighting. No. They're just wilted. 
they've got back to keeping games a little bit closer just recently, but the shit they don't deserve to be in NFL. They're a joke of a franchise, and hopefully one day they'll change for the fans' sake. But we've already spent too much time on them. I think is that is that is the best way to to be fair to them. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, speaking of teams that are rubbish, we'll move on to the Chicago Bears. Um, defensively they've been great, they've been alright. Offensively they've been shite. Yeah. So they're an average team. Five out of ten. Five? Yeah. You're generous. Mm-hmm. You've got to think for me, a team that went 12-4 and four last season, that haven't really lost anything, coming into this season were expected to be an NFC powerhouse. They were expected to be leading our division by far, dominating everything. And the biggest game at season, biggest win at season for them were probably when they beat us. And it, that was more us being shit than them being good. I think... Trubisky's shit, the defence is doing pretty well, but obviously it's tiring by the end of the season. They've had a pretty easy run recently, so they've managed to grab a few more wins back. I think when you look at the likes of the Detroit Lions, it's going to be two wins for them. They could, um, you know, they've just beat the Giants. They've played the Redskins and beat the Redskins. They've, I think, are they f- five and six? So the chomping at the heels, they could still be in with shout of the playoffs if they can run table. But the final schedule is probably, it could go either way against us just because of their defence, it could go either way against Packers just because of their defence. Yeah. They're going to smash Lions, so I'm not sure who else they've got to play, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I don't know that much about them, but if they have to play any team that's above 500, they're gonna I struggle. they're going to struggle. Any team that's got a little bit of offence going, I think they'll really struggle. And this season, due to the fact that they were expected to be winning everything and they've done pretty much nothing, I'm giving them a three. By end of the season, they might run table and end up in playoffs and play really well and obviously massively improve. But the point we're at now, the expectations you had were 12 and 4, 13 and 3, 14 and 2, any, anything around that area. And they're not getting anywhere near that. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, just give them a three. <laughs> Okay, then next, mate, we've got the uh, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, you go with that one? Yeah. Um, the beginning of the season, as me and you both laughed about, they were getting looked at as a player. You know, Super Bowl winning Cleveland Browns. Yeah. yeah. And as said, I said, you said, their offensive line weren't good enough to sustain it. The receivers need to be able to get time to get downfield to be able to make the big splash plays that they're going to need to make in some games. And they're all lined and give them that time. The run game has started to make it a bit easier for the row line and create opportunities for Baker Mayfield to make some plays. At beginning of the season, I think I'd give them a two, something like that. But right now, I'm sitting at a five because they have improved. They've started doing stuff that makes sense. The defence have been playing decent all season. And I just think they're way below the expectations that they did have. But they're also not the worst team in football. They look like they're on the, you know, incline as opposed to the decline. So. Yeah, I've gone with a five as well because of that. The, the Last couple of weeks, they seem to Three in a row, pick their feet up. I think what's happened is with 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 Cremont coming back off off the suspension, it really has up. That, that playbook's getting a little bit wider, a little bit wider, and I think they're going to be anyone playing them between now and the end of the season should be a little bit of a bit of sweat on the brow. Uh, right, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I think I've been a bit generous with my grade of because they they didn't have Zeke for the first couple of games. They've been, they were all right offensively at the start of the season, and I think maybe they've come off the boil a little bit. Yeah. Towards in, in the last six games at least. Five, yeah. So, I mean, the defense is still all right, but I think against X best in that division, I, I think 
anything's going to win that, isn't it? Any, any, having the Redskins, the Redskins are out of it, I think. But any of the same, same thing. Yeah, but I think that the Redskins, the Giants, got more chance of winning games than the Redskins, if that makes any sense. Maybe but so. but still, um, I think the Dallas, I'm going to get Dallas six out of ten. Um, just because they're leading the division. I think I'm being a bit generous. What say you? Um, I think it's a bit iffy. I think the records are really, really below what it should be. Hmm. I mean, teams that... If I were looking at their schedule at the beginning of the season, teams that I would have thought, right, these probably going to beat Cowboys. Patriots and Saints, which both did beat them. But that's exactly what I would expect at the beginning of the season. Both of them teams to go in there and beat them. So that leaves them at, what, 9-2? Which is really impressive. And what's the record? 6-5. Uh, 6-5. Six six so we've lost over double what I expected them to lose by this point. With all talent we've got on the team, there's a difference in the offensive coordinator that's changed things up. We've got the most explosive offensive football at one point, but the 6-5. and five. Yeah. We've got a load of money in that defence. And I think the, although the top of the division, look at the wins at playoffs, they're playing under par, so I'll give them a 5. Yeah, it was tossed up between 6-5, and five, just because the the, the with leading the division yeah it makes um, sense like yeah. so but like I said I'll give them a five just because they've lost way more games than I honestly they should have done yeah fair enough okay we'll move on then seamlessly to the Detroit Lions yeah. uh, a team that every season I seem to sort of like think maybe they, you know, they've got some decent players in place they've got they've had a good draft they could kick on here and do do alright they could maybe end up with a winning record maybe sneak a wild card, card place and then it happens again yeah and they just the ass falls out of them, and they end up getting beaten by bloody Redskins. So <laughs> I've given them four out of ten. I think I'm being generous. Yeah. Yes, they've had injury issues and they've lost Stafford. They've not. They're not like their eighteenth choice running back. They've lost. I mean, they lost the digs out of the secondary. The 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 D got weaker a little bit over the seasons as it's gone on. Um, but yeah. That injuries but still four out of ten. Yeah, I think um, similar to you, it's just you expect more at the beginning of the season. I expect not to be a playoff one, but to be competitive, maybe get uh, if not a five hundred record, you know, you know, just below or just above. Yeah. And obviously, since Stafford's gone out, they've turned to shit. And they were like up until when they got beat by the Packers, looked like they were competing. And then after that, it was just they just tailed off, and I just think. You've been shit. Jeff Grisco's shit, and you're a three out of ten for me. You're just, just not good enough. Yeah, yeah. Snap. Well, I don't. They don't want to dwell too much on the Lions in case any Lions fans listening that decide to string themselves up. Um, okay, we'll move on to the Denver Broncos. Uh, again, another team that that was meant to have this this worldly defense. Uh, we're going to do great things this season, and just haven't. They've had quarterback issues. Joe Flacco's. I think what what they're probably used to is having someone in the system at the quarterback who's not got a cachet of wins behind him or uh, you know Super Bowl MVP caliber quarterbacks, and he's spoken his mind. He's spoken against the team, and they're they're not just not used to that that having some having that having that pushback, and the season just spiraled out of control for him. I think. And considering that a few people were thinking, yeah, maybe they'll, you know, they'll, 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 they'll go over 500. I don't think they're going to go over 500, but I thought they could probably break 500. They'll, they'll be competitive, perhaps, and they haven't been, so I'll give them a three. Yeah. 
It's understandable, isn't it? At the end of the day, you can't really uh, knock it. Um, I think, obviously, the defence is a top four defence on statistics and stuff. They play pretty well. But they've just thrown games away too many times at the end of the season. With a defensive coach like that, you shouldn't be getting, team shouldn't be coming from behind and beating you like that. No. So, I'll give them a four, which is probably generous. <laughs> Only because I forgot them and I had to add them into it. <laughs> right, uh, we'll move on then to the uh, <clears throat> the Green Bay Packers tour. Um, yeah, eight and three. Um, probably about where people thought they'd be. They're probably no, because I think a lot of teams thought they might falter. Do you know what I mean? They yeah, they've had the the bag of, the receivers are basically the worst hand in Scrabble. Yeah, but they still managed to sort of win eight games. A couple of games they shouldn't have won. A couple of games they've lost they should have won. Um, Typical, isn't it? Yeah, just, just, just frustrating Packers. Um, but I still give them an eight out of ten. Be very generous. I give them a six and a half. I just think, I think I'm a bit tighter with with scores anyway. Especially when we start getting into upper echelons of the the tens and stuff. Because I think to get a ten out of ten for your season, you need to win every game and not be close. Or at least you know win the majority of games and the the games that you you have lost games is that you know. You score it how you want. I'll score it how I want. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, darling. Go on. No, for me, a 10 out of 10 seasons, an undefeated season, a 9 out of 10 seasons, you've lost one game, and then you, you're booking. After that, when you go down, I think you can probably go and think, well, every other game, you know, you can t- put into account that slow starts the season or massive performances and, you know, unlucky here and there. That's when you can start looking at stuff like that. But. I think if if I'm giving somebody a five, it's because you've done a little bit of what I expected to. Yeah. You've just about been as good as I thought, and then below that, depending on how much worse you've been, is obviously how much lower you've got. And above that, I think you've got to really start looking into it. It's like for me to give a team a six, it's because they've definitely overperformed on what you expected, and they've performed well. And I give I give them a six and a half because I think they've overperformed, they've performed well. They're running ball, they're playing football in a much different way than they had before, much better. The defence is playing pretty decent at the time. Until this week. Until this week, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I think six and a half for me is a strong, a strong score from me. It's probably my six and a half probably similar to your eight. Yeah, I think I think the the reason I've given them an eight though, because the referee the referee and player bad has been really, really good. Well. Yeah, then the referees have been really played really well for them. Okay, uh, Houston Texans. Um, six and a half for six me. Six and a half. I'll give them seven and a half. Um, excellent quarterback play. I mean, tough quarterback getting kicked in the eye, continuing to play. They've gone on the road in London and won. They have beat Chiefs. Beat Chiefs, yeah. Um, they beat Colts. Yeah, they been beat to death by the Ravens. Yeah, beat Raiders. Yeah, beat Raiders were flying when they beat them. Yeah, hammered the Falcons. Beat Chargers. Tell some of these last season, you're like, bloody hell, they beat some massive teams. And then you look at what these teams have done this season, and it's like, oh, actually, it's not that good. They should have beaten them, really, shouldn't they? But again, you know, who says they should beat who, you know what I mean? You're going to beat. You, you, on, on, on any given Sunday, any, any team can win apart from Bengals. Yeah, opportunity, okay, <laughs> <laughs> apart from Bengals. Yeah, I give them a six and a half again. I think it's similar boat to Packers. You expect a fair bit from them, but obviously, since they lost JJ Watt and Obviously, they don't have Jay Dave on playing anymore. The defence is a bit weaker. They still managed to get... A, is it 7 and 4 there? Um, yes. Four, oh. I'll check. Could be 8. Yeah, no, there was a game in front of the... 7 and 4, yeah. Yeah, 7 and 4. So, like, that's not bad. You know what I mean? They're still in the playoff on the top of the division. I think 6 and a half is fair. 
Yeah, fair enough. Um, right, we'll move on into the Indianapolis Colts. The uh, again, the team that won't expect to do too much without having Andrew Luck. I think they're still uh, the, the one game behind the Texans in the. Yeah, one game behind the Texans. So I've, I've not. I've given a half point off what they gave the Texans. So seven points out of ten for Indianapolis Colts. Defense has been all right um, until 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 Marlon Mack getting injured. They're running, they've been running the game, running the ball well, um, and Jacoby when he's been healthy has played really well. So I think a lot of people expected him to struggle and they haven't. I think they haven't as much as people expected him to. My say point of is I didn't expect him to be a bottom half team. I expected him to play pretty decent. Like I said, Jacoby's not a bum. Good run game, excellent tight end play. The best O line in football. Yep. The D line's solid. Obviously, it's not going to scare shit out of you, but it's pretty decent. Secondary's decent. Really good uh, linebacking play from Darius Leonard. I think I've given him a six, which might be a bit under, under par because obviously they're doing well without Andrew Luck. But I just think there's been a lot of close games that they should have won. They haven't won. Do you know what I mean? And that's kind of the knock on them. You've basically, because you haven't got rid of your kicking out ball to get rid of Vinatieri, and you've basically just screwed yourself over. Yeah, okay. Uh, we'll move on then to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I've probably scored them a little bit too high here. The team I thought I'd get to the Super Bowl, team that um, was going to be amazing. They've got that, that, you know, that, that world of defence. They've got they got big dig Nick at quarterback. They had Leonard Fournette running back. I thought, yeah, they're going to do all right. They're going to crack on. Uh, they've obviously had the injury to Big Dick. Um, Gardner Minshew. Did all right for a few. For was he? Did he win four games? Did he? Minshew. I don't know if he won four. I can't remember. I don't know how many wins they've got. I think there's something like are they? Are they five and six? I think. Yeah. Not sure. Or four. They're, and, they're not. They're not four season, and seven. Yeah. Like. They're a lot better than they expected, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, where are they? Are. Yeah, four and seven. Sorry. So the the, he, he, the four games they've won are the four games that Minshew won. Um. I think if they'd have started the season with Gardner Minshew, they'd probably maybe expected to win four games. Yeah, definitely. So I've gone with a five. That's fair. Yeah. Um, generous, but fair. Yeah, definitely generous. I think I'm just I am disappointed with how they how, how they've gone on this season. But I can't score many less than if I just because they've had a backup quarterback playing and he's won all the games that they've won. Yeah. Yeah. But who did they beat? In them games. Tinder and question, what did they do? I can't remember. Uh, who are they beating them? They're beating the Patriots and the Chiefs and the Ravens. No, I can't, can't even think. Of the, they beat, they beat the Colts in the close one. Oddly enough. Um, no, I can't think. Well, I can't remember either. They definitely beat Colts. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're they're about if 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 you'd said to me at the beginning of the season they're gonna be them the backup quarterback's gonna be starting for them, then yeah, I reckon they'd, they'd maybe win four out of four yeah, of those I, I games. I didn't take that into account because yeah. obviously Falls has played three games, and although Chiefs game's not winnable, I think last two if we'd have played decent they could have won. Uh, I give them a three and a half, but like I say, I think I'll I'll bump that up. I'll give you credit there. I'll bump up to a four because like I say, we mince you, we did all right. Yep. Okay, we'll move on to the Kansas City Chiefs, the Chefs. Why? Oh, um, I've given them a seven and a half because You're fucking generous, you. Yeah, I think. Well, it's mad because I expected them maybe to be sort of 
nine and three maybe or ten and two moving in, moving into week thirteen. Um, obviously they're not still top of the AFC West. Um, still got that really good offense. Still got an okay defense, but yeah, seven and a half. I think maybe if they'd a bit, I. Yeah, maybe I've gone a bit Iowa seven and a half, but I just think the the done better than I can't, I can't rightly give them a five because they've done better than Jags. You know what I mean? Mm. It's all right saying if if they've done no expecting, I'll give them a five, but they've done better than the <laughs> they've done better than Jags and whatnot. <laughs> they've done better than Jags and whatnot. I, yeah, I can't I can't in good yeah I can't in good conscience. Give the the Chiefs five and the Jags five and the the Browns five. You know what I mean? <coughs> I can because they're, they're a better team. No, they're not though. Oh, go on then. What pisses me off, right? Is, is it everything? A bit of everything ever. <laughs> but like they've they've um, they've got Patrick Mahomes, who's an absolutely quality, an absolutely quality player. Yeah. Yeah. Best quarterback in league apparently. Apparently. Terry Kill, one of the best receivers in the league. They've got um, Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins, quality. They've got Travis Kelsey, best tie in the league apparently. Decent O line. Chris Jones with the best tackles in the league. Frank Clark with the best ends in the league. Decent linebacking guard. All right, secondary. Only Badger with the best safeties in the league. And the what? Seven and four. Yes. Oh. Are they eight, eight and three? Eight and three, maybe. Quite rain down here. But they haven't looked good oh, in any game. I have. Seven and four, yeah. They've got a worse record than us. Yeah. With more talent. Better coaching on, like, offence as well, in all fairness. And it's like, they should, at the beginning of the season, if somebody said to you, what do you expect Chiefs' record to be by this time? I'd have been like, uh, 10 and 1. Or, you know, 9 and 2. 9 2, 8 and 3. Better yeah. push. No, I wouldn't afford to lose 3. No. Yeah. You know, they've swept the yeah. division, which they have. And then obviously I thought it would be. I know they lost uh, a thing a bit. Well, they have missing my homes a couple of games, weren't they? So yeah. that can maybe account for them losing a couple of games, but they won games when my homes out. So, exactly. Yeah. That'll be us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you you happy to bury that one and go on the next one? Yeah, I think yeah. Okay, we'll move on to the 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 la, 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 la charges, not the la 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 charges, the la charges. Um, I would be five because I think they're about where I expect them to be. Not brilliant, not dogger. The the bang average, mm. which is what I kind of expected. Even though it's you know in the second half of the season and the period and they always do well. Damn. Damn. I was I was I did go at the beginning of the season they just weren't gonna kick on so there we go, yeah five you. Um. I'll give him a three because obviously everybody expects him to be going for the playoffs. I think you've got Joey Bosa, you've got um, Melvin Gordon, no, no Ingram on, on uh, both edges. You've got David James just coming back. Yeah, you've got Tarn everywhere. Desmond King's good. Nickel Corner. You've got Keenan Allen. You've got Mike Williams. You've got Rivers. You've got Hunter Henry. An all right, all line comes back. It's still losing. Yeah, games you should be losing, and that against Chiefs, they lost that. They didn't get beat. They lost. Lost. That. Yeah. That it's just. Pathetic, so I'll give it a three. Yeah. You'll be off phrase a me five, I think. So that seems about right. 
Um, okay. Rams are three as well. Yeah, I've given the Rams a five because they've been bang average. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, let's skip on to Dolphins then. Uh, go on. I give them a four and a half. Yeah, I've given them three and a half. Mm. Because yeah. <laughs> it's opposite there. Four and a half for me is like six and a half. Yeah. I think because they've, they've started to really pick it up, they've won a couple of games and I don't expect them to win any. Yeah. Well, the reason I've given them three and a half is because they've won a couple of games, but also they were they just sort a mess. Yeah. Defensively, they got better. I mean, I think they maybe gave them a one or two. Beginning, and we did it. Maybe a one. When we did the first, um, first third. So I think they've improved on that. So yeah, I've bumped up to three and a half. A lot better. Yeah. Two wins since then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's in those six games, I've won two of them. So yeah, give them a little bit of a boost. Um, right then. Next is some team called the Minnesota Vikings. Shall I put my gas mask on? <laughs> uh, Minnesota Vikings. Um, yeah, they, I think they're doing better than I thought they would. Because everyone was doom gloom about Kirk Cousins at the beginning of the season. We're it's running the ball. Games, yeah. Running the ball too much, not passing the ball. Defence was a bit ropey. Still was a little bit ropey, truth be told. Yeah, it's been part. I think it got worse. But playbooks opened up. Yeah. Running it better, passing it better. Uh, even though we are feeling for like six, eight games. It's more. Miss Klein, who was his best guard for yeah. three games. Um, yeah, I think. Doing better than I thought we would, so I've given us an eight out of ten. Joke. <laughs> I give us a six and a half because we're not talking about this team. Obviously, we're where I expect us to be second in the division. It just I expect us to be second in the division behind Packers. Yeah. Yeah. We've won eight games, and I couldn't, you know, in good conscience, give the pa- the Packers eight point eight out of ten, and not give that eight out of ten because I think one of the games that, that the Packers won, the the end the Packers won against us, we should have beaten them, apart from some really dog shit refereeing calls. So that's the reason why I've given us the same rating out of, as as the Packers. Um, yeah. Anything you want to add to that? No. No. We'll move on to the uh, New England all conquering apart from one team, New England Patriots, uh, on ten and one. Um, give them a seven and a half. They've had a strong yeah, a strong defense. Uh, shitty offense. Shitty offense. I think the offense has been surprising. The defense has been surprising. Well, yeah, both ways, after last season when they were. Quite good on offense and a bit ropey on defense. It seems to have flipped since the Super Bowl, where they've been good on, they were really good on defense at the Super Bowl, but a bit ropey on offense, and it seems to have continued the rest of, for, into this season. Um, is it? They need to have good defense and good run games. So if they can get the run game going, then playoffs times will be fantastic for them. Yeah, like I said, not perfect because they lost that game with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've given them nine and a half out of ten, just because the top of the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, yeah. That I think they've to, to say the Patriots are performing above expectations is 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 a bit of a misnomer because the 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 they're always they always do well. Yeah. And if they do if they do well, I can't give them a five because they were expected to do well. You know what I mean? I think the fact that the ten and one means that they deserve an above average. Yeah. God, because even when they're killing teams, they usually go thirteen and three, and they are fourteen and two, or even they're sometimes we're looking twelve and four, but they're still always, you know, get yeah. a winning record. I can't mark them down. Like I can't mark them down fully for having a win, you know winning ten games. Or losing against Ravens. Yeah. Or best team in football on the minute. Yeah. Um. Right. We'll move on then. To, you don't you want anything else for the Patriots or? No, I'm alright. Okay. We'll go on to the uh, the Saints end of New Orleans. Uh. I think when Drew Brees went out with that finger injury, everyone thought that's four games lost. Yeah. This season, the the, the this division's wide open now because 
we've got Teddy Bridgewater who's not won a game and not thrown a passing anger for God knows how long. And everyone thought it was going to go tits up. And well, they had a shit game at the end of last season, didn't they? Yeah, and then Teddy just strolls in, rattles four wins off and keeps him in, uh, you know, top, of, top of the division. Uh, so I'm giving him nine out of ten. I give him a solid eight yep. for all the same reasons as you. Yeah, strong D. They've done well uh, under Teddy. They've done well since Drew's come back. And they've got that safety net knowing that if Drew goes out again or drops off, they've got... BT. Yeah. Big Ted. Ted to, to roll in and... and and, and you know take take over the reins without be, being that much of a a, a misstep because the the I think it, that team's coached extremely well by Sean Payton, and yeah, but they really well with or without uh, Breeze. Okay, we'll move on to the New York Football Giants. I think I've been a bit stingy, and I'm gonna bump my score up to four because they're not doing as well. The, the, no, I'm gonna turn to five because probably they're doing I'll better than people. Enough, they're so. better than better than doing people. They're doing better than people expected. Like we've mentioned already a couple of times this podcast, they've got a really good offensive pieces. If they can get fixed that offensive line, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. And it's they're going to have to free agency draft a couple of decent tackles. And they're laughing, I think. Um, so this time next year, if, if they've done that and they're in the same position, then they're not getting a five. Mm, a, a higher score then, I suppose. Yeah. It takes an injury to derail the season, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, what about the Jets then? Uh, I give them. I give Giants a four and a half. So I think exactly the same as what you did. Jets five. Yeah, I've got Jets four and a half. The Jets are five. I would at the beginning of the season it like no shit, but they've picked it up last few games, so I'll give them a five for it. Three wins yeah. in a row. Since Halloween they've been good, haven't they? Come from here. Yeah. Um. Since them goats were all left. <laughs> Right, uh, since I've got an old priest and a young priest on the 53-man roster to get rid of them poltergeists. Right, uh, next is the Oakland Raiders. We're to the, we're to the finishing stretch here, mate. Yeah, six, I'm going to go away on these because basically I'm going to give them a six and a half, but I'm changing it because I do what I want. Um, and obviously, how <laughs> they played against Jets, how they played against us, how they played against Packers, and how they played against Chiefs basically showed when you go against a better team, you don't play with them. That's trouble, yeah. Best oh. performance they have been against Chargers. Yeah, fair play. I'll give them a five because they're doing exactly as well as I thought they'd do. They're doing a bit better than I thought, but not by much. Yeah. Um, the defence is finally showing the weaknesses. The offence is also showing its weaknesses. They've got some good young players, but they, they, they're like we were with the flip up, but they're opposite of that. They're running away too much rather than yeah. airing it out as much. Um, so, yeah, give them a, a five. Uh, right. Philadelphia Eagles are. Uh, a game behind the the, the playoffs. I'll give them a four, sorry. <laughs> I'll give them a four. Yeah. The defence earned all four of them points. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've got the number two overall pick at quarterback from a couple of seasons ago. And yeah. He doesn't fucking play like a number two, isn't he? No, he's playing like a number two, exactly. Um, I've given him a five because they're doing exactly as well I thought they'd be doing. They're worse than I thought, so but like I said, the defence is playing well, so I'll give them a four. Steelers up next Steelers I'll give a solid five and a half out of ten I could have probably been more generous but Mason Rudolph's face pisses me off (laughs) alright Miles calm down defence and all five and a half points yeah uh, I've got Steelers at six points just because that 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 defence has been ferocious and now they've got Duck Hodges at quarterback so they're better better than the the, uh, I expect them to be with uh with Mason, so we'll go with six points there. Uh, it's a shame that I think when Big Ben went out, with, you know, everyone was thinking like this is their season over and done with, 
and they've done a little bit better than people expected by staying in that playoff race. Yes, they're behind the, the Ravens in the AFC North, but the majority of teams in the AFC are behind the Ravens, so yeah, let's not get too excited the, about that. Yeah, right. The San Francisco 49ers. Eight and a half. Yeah. The team that went a second pick in draft is now the number one seed in NFC. But four and twelve last season was it? Three and thirteen, I think. There was something. Oh, no, four, it might be four and twelve because cards were three and thirteen, I think. No. So they might have been, but the cards beat them in both games. They did that with cards that two the wins against Forty Nine, so that just does it all. Yeah, a team um, that last season was awful. But the thing is, everyone on and all these injuries, we played them when they were fully fit and we smashed them. Yeah. This game of season and we were shit. Yeah. So what that. Well, Nick Bosa in, he's obviously made massive improvements to that D line. They've got some better receivers in. They've got best running one game coach in football. They're flying and they've got best grade out of everyone with eight and a half because they come from nothing to being number one. Yeah, they've got a, a ferocious defence, they've got an amazing run game, they've got an improved receiving game. Uh Jimmy G just seems to be a game manager slash elite game manager I'm going with that with. And I'll give him a nine and a half because they're ten and one and that's like one and a half times or two and a half times the number of ones they got last season already with six games left um, five games left sorry um, yeah nine and a half out of ten they've been great moving on so I'll say Ox third and a half <laughs> I got nine because awful draft I thought I thought that worst draft yeah. I think one of the people I really respect reviewed their draft and said that their draft was the best draft in football and I thought it was shocking and who out of their draft are you hearing about? DK Metcalf. And what you're hearing is dropping two or three balls a game. He pops up with a big play, yeah. but he drops a lot of balls. <laughs> but he, he, like the LJ Collier, you ran off enough. Yeah. They were the first round pick. Obviously, DK Metcalf, you're a bit out of The rest of them, nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. And then this season, for him to go from having a poor draft, they've not really signed up anyone other than Jadavion Clowney in free agency which is a pretty big pick up and the 9 and 2 yeah a, a solid 7 and a half the beat 49ers but I do think they looked a bit suspect in yeah they got being, got being owned by, by Ravens was it yeah there's no, there's no thing yeah. to scoff at but getting beat by the Saints without Breeze would Breeze be yeah shot. as well but I mean I'll give them a 9 um, because of that I mean the defence isn't the Legion boom anymore uh, they've got limited Offensive talent, right outside of Wilson, Metcalf, and probably the running backs, and they still managed to be nine and two. That's still impressive, isn't it? So, yeah, performing well above expectations. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Five. I give them four and a half. Um, like they're doing a bit worse than I expected, but only because they've got James Winston at quarterback, so I should have expected it. <laughs> Doing worse than I expected because great against the run. That's one thing that's really impressive. Yeah, the defense has been good against the run. Um, I thought I thought they'd be better with. I thought Bruce Evans would be able to unlock Winston. I think he has in some ways because when they're good, they're really good. Yeah, it's just it, and the it, it, Winston. I thought he'd, it, it, it helped Winston raise his mistakes, and that's not happened. No. So that's why they got far enough. I think. It's because look at the sling. It, that's what they do. Tennessee Titans. The Titans. Uh, I've given them seven because I expect to be out in the summer. I'm tight bastard, so I give them a half point less. Yeah, and they have been very serviceable. That defense is very well organized. 
got a lot of talent on it. Tannehill's Tanner- got talent on it. Tannehill's been an upgrade at quarterback. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> they're running it well with uh, Crazy Horse, Derek Henry. Yeah, yeah. Marquis Brown's been a decent pickup for him. Oh, the decent draft pick for him. Um, yeah. What more can one say? They've been all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've done well, more than all right. I think they've done better than a lot of people expected. In the, in a strong AFC South where they've got you got the Titans. So the Titans, you got the. I I thought the Jags would be better in the AFC South. You got hit the Texans that everyone thought well obviously the top of the league but again again they're only one game behind them. Colts are in there as well. It's in a tough division where you have got to play. Four, well now four to four tough games against two two tough opponents because Jags is a bit wishy washy. Yeah. It's almost like being an AFC an NFC an NFC North that with the uh, the teams you got to play. Uh, I'll let you draw parallels to which team the Jags are and which team they are compare against against the NFC North. Okay, you <laughs> um, but I yeah. do with Titans, my I think Titans are maybe. I think the Titans are us. Really? Yeah. I'm no Titans are Bears because the because the defense, yeah. No, but then the their Jags, offense is better Jags than Bears. Bears. I think that's the Jags Lions. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. We got one like la- one more team to go to go through, and we can get through our grades. Um, the Washington Redskins. Uh, I think I've been a little bit tight here. Yeah. Um, because after the first six games, they are 0-6. And they've won two games since. And I think I've marked them a little bit low. The, it looks like Askins has got the, 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 the skills to improve next season. Yeah. Uh, guys come back and look... Look good running it. Jeez. Yeah, um, Teddy, Terry McLaurin looked all right in the older receiving uh, position, and the defense has been really good. So um, I give him a three. Yeah, I, I give him one and a half. I'm gonna bump it up to a three. One and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna bump it up to a three because the in fact they're not doing well, they're doing better than I expected, but they're not doing brilliantly. So yeah, three. Same record as Lions now. Yeah. Not Lions. Um. Giants. Yeah, so I'll take them to a three. Um, yeah, and that's our uh, our grades done. Thank you for sticking with It's been a bit of a slog today. Uh, next week we've got obviously our rev- our review. We might have a little look at uh, who we think is going to be in the pro ball. We'll probably go through positional players. Uh, try and go for best um, quarterback in each division, running back, blah blah blah. Uh, but that's it for today. Uh, thank you for listening. If, if indeed you still are after all this, uh, if you've enjoyed it, uh, you know what to do. You can give us a like, review, and subscribe, and and share it with people that might like it. Uh, if not, this has been the uh, the Joey Sly's Guide to Pleasure Cooking. Um, contact us at Eddie and Matt OKTC at gmail.com for any questions or feedback, or if you want to enter the Quack Vintage competition, we're also on Twitter at Eddie underscore Matt OKTC. Enjoy it at 13, unless of course you're a Seahawks fan, and we'll see you for the next episode.